o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn of the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. The one more show until Halloween. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens for Halloween. I'm not sure, but Halloween is a Tuesday. I'm sure you hear lots of knocks on the door, kids wanting candy. Uh, but, of course, <laughs> well, yeah, welcome to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. And Joe Santors says, Grant, Pennsylvania, the electric city. I once had a knock on my door. It was an FBI agent. Oh, that's I, I believe I remember that. And didn't your mom, yeah. like, uh, t- give him the business? Threw him the bird tell him to go back in his car <laughs> yeah that's right so uh <laughs> our lawyer said otherwise but that's yeah. another story well there you go and uh but uh we got a really big big shoe for everybody tonight p.s mueller is going to take the night off tonight but miles and michelle will be joining us uh in hour two of the program um we're gonna do some politics in the first hour and then we're going to uh do uh uh so I have a an interesting story I want to relate and get all of our everyone's opinions on because oh man I'm so mad about something that happened, um, and then of course we're going to get into name calling and in lieu of reverse calling tonight I got inspired and we are going to have Cat and Bobber on to compete in what the hell is that sound in hour three and we'll wrap things up with Mad Libs because that seems like a really fun way to start the weekend don't you guys think? I think so. Anything yeah. is a good way to start the weekend <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Anything. Yep. <laughs> how about some how about some crack and rum or some crystal head vodka? That would be lovely too. Do you we, have crystal head vodka for your we, party? Yeah, we just hit the liquor store. Oh man. Yeah. So well, is that I, the one with the skull head? Yes. So now I have three three bottles of that. Uh, I mean oh two empty, God. one full. Um, and, uh, it, it also, what's really weird, a little one-off story. We went to Michael's and looked at the Halloween stuff a few weeks ago and they had it. I was like, that looks exactly like the crystal head vodka skull, except it's red, red glass. And I was like, screw it. Uh, you know, I want to get it. I got it home. It's the same exact mold for the crystal head skull with one slight variation on the, on the nozzle on it, on the spout, whatever. Um, oh wow! It's the same exact mold, except it, it's not as um, the the you know the spout or the bottle top, whatever you want to call it, is is a little thinner than the the crystal head one. Uh, like it, the like the the rim is a little little. Uh, it's not as not as high up. It, it's but other than that, 
the mold is exactly the same. So, uh, and I was actually on Amazon today and I saw a skull decanter that looks the exact, and it's like 30 bucks. And I'm like, spend the extra 20 bucks, get the vodka, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and it's good vodka too. Uh, have you ever had crystal head, uh, rain? No, I have oh. not. Oh, oh, oh. I do not like vodka that much, but I love this stuff. It is, it is nice so, and smooth. Oh, it is, is smooth. It is smooth. It is sweet, but I but not in a in a in a chemically or sugary way. It's sweet. Oh. It's sweet in a filtration way. They use Herkimer diamonds to filter it. No way. Yeah. You so, don't know Herkimer diamonds, right? I, I don't really. I, they're some kind of crystal, but they're not really a diamond, right? No, they're quartz. And they're quartz. from Herkimer, New York. And oh. It's a, Herkimer, New York is a very small town. Mm-hmm. Sorry to take us. We're going to go. We're going to take a little sidetrack here. No, why but, not? But Herkimer, New York is a very small town on uh, the western tier. It's, it's along the Erie Canal. It's a mm-hmm. lovely little town. But basically, Herkimer diamonds are quartz. And years and years and years ago... <laughs> They started saying they were Herkimer diamonds, and so this whole town was like, "Come on, let's go!" You know, like what what people used to do to, for diamonds, they do that there in the I don't know the river. Yeah, I can't remember the river or the, but yeah, it's quartz. But they just promoted the hell out of it as Herkimer diamonds. So that's funny as hell. Yeah, I, it, there's a, a you know Dan you Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd is a big. Uh, he's like one of the investors in it. And um, there's a video. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, there's a video of him uh, talking about the filtration process and everything, and you know. So uh, yeah, you can find videos. Uh, just look for Dan Aykroyd, Crystal Head, vodka, and you find a YouTube video. I'm going to look is. into that on the break because so. I can't believe they're using Herkimer diamonds. Yeah, if there's a short. I mean, vi- that's like that's like the kind of you know, like you know those tchotchke. You go on summer vacations in New York, like, or, and not even just New York, but you go, you know, you go big, visit the big bale of hay, or you bi- visit this, you visit that. Herkimer Diamonds is is kind of like that. They they tell you it's diamonds, but then they tell you it's not really diamonds. It's pretty much cubic zirconias. Ah, nice. Well, here, here, I'll play a little <laughs> bit. I'll play a little bit of video from Dan Aykroyd. I'm Dan Aykroyd. Since childhood, I have been fascinated with the invisible world. A world which can help us get through life if we know how to draw upon its power. A world serving positive projections, wherein you use your own personal, mental, and spiritual abilities to believe (laughs) and subsequently make true the things that you want to happen for yourself. And get drunk. Also healing, miracles, the presences of spirits and beings once living now gone into another life, but who continue to intrude into our waking consciousness by, for instance, haunting people or places. The implicit potential indestructibility of the soul must concern us. <laughs> All of the foregoing are actual elements. This is a lot of hokum. Over half of the world believes in such phenomena. There are plenty of photographic and audio materials, both conventional and... All right, let's get to the crystalline. This is an accurate glass rendering of a human skull designed by my friend, renowned American portraitist and landscape painter, John Alexander whose most recent exhibitions include showings at the American Wing of the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C., and at the Houston Museum of Fine Art in Houston, Texas. It has been constructed to our demanding specifications after more than two years in development, 
by one of the leading glass manufacturers in Europe, Bruni Glass. According to Bruni, appropriate. no one has ever attempted <laughs> to make a bottle of such quality and complexity as I hold in my hand. The obvious question is, why did we do this? John and I have all... All right. Uh, we can't wait. It's like an eight-minute <laughs> video. I was just waiting for the Herkimer Diamond part. So, <laughs> um, You know, that reminded me of a, an SNL skit years ago that he was Bassomatic? <laughs> no, when they were doing the, the dangerous Christmas toys that he was selling. Oh, oh the bag of glass. <laughs> the bag of glass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I got a bag of glass here. <laughs> So, anyway. But, but, Kenny, your father, your father posted it. Herkimer Diamond, Middleville County of Herkimer, New York, USA. Herkimer Diamonds are not actually diamonds, but are double-terminated quartz crystals of exceptional clarity, water clear, discovered within the exposed outcrops of Dolostone. Dolostone? In and around Herkimer County, New York, and the Mohawk River Valley. Yes, and props this to This is cats. one of the greatest jokes played on everybody what yeah. scares me about that is that you're double terminated but whatever they well, the courts <laughs> are. hell is that <laughs> the courts the crystals are isn't that just the <laughs> alternate name of terminator 2 judgment day <laughs> yes, double terminated uh, yeah so uh i didn't yes, know that it's... about that vodka but now i want to buy one and i want a skull Oh, they're so good. They're so good. Susan wants to like get a wall sconce and mount the skulls in those. Um, we're working on a plan for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so there we go. Crystal Head Vodka. If you got, if anybody out there likes vodka, spend a little extra money, get the Crystal Head, get the free skull. And uh, well, it's not a free skull. <laughs> that's again, that's about thirty bucks worth of the purchase because you can buy it for thirty bucks on eBay, empty, um, or Amazon rather. But um, anyway. <laughs> There you go. That, that's to get you into the spirit with some spirits for Halloween. And, of course, I got Kraken uh, uh, Spiced Rum. Have you ever had Kraken Spiced Rum? That is delicious. That's what I'll be making my punch with. And I found some... like that. I found some uh, hard ginger beer. And I also found my hard cider, which is... Uh, Strongbow, a Strongbow crisp or Strongbow golden apple cider, something. Okay. And it'll use ginger ale and uh, also um, uh, regular cider, like the cider everybody gets in the big gallon jug, you know. And I'm going to see if I can score some dry ice. Oh, that should be easy. A lot of stores sell that now. Oh, I know. Uh, it's it's just a matter of time, really. So usually I do like an ice skull. Speaking of skulls, I do an ice skull because I have a mold for it, and I put that in there uh, inside my pumpkin. Because oh, wow. you know, I go, I got a got a pumpkin and cleaned it out. And uh, oh, in the pumpkin we got, uh, it's really cool because it has warts. It kind of looks like Lemmy from Motorhead. So, um, oh man. Yeah. Um, so how many ghosts and goblins do you have in this party? Uh, it's probably going to be about 20 people, something like that, tops. That's so. a lot of ghosts and goblins. Yeah, that's fair enough. Bad. You could actually do, do uh, the dance from, from Thriller with that group. Yes, yeah, definitely. So, uh, all right, well, we should probably get to the news what little we have of it. We don't have a tum. A tum, 
I have a tum. <laughs> we don't have a ton of audio for today, but there was one thing that really stood out today uh, from the White House press briefing that uh, Rain pointed out. And of course, what is the Trump administration doing to try and, well, they're trying to do everything. They're throwing everything against the wall to see what sticks to try and divert away from the investigation into Trump's ties to Russia. So, what do they do? Uranium One. The, 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 oh, how many times has that been debunked now? That Uranium One is, is, you know, we gave Russia a, 20% of our uranium, oh, but they're not allowed to move it off of American soil, and it really didn't have anything to do with all the thing, all the conspiracy theories the right is talking about. It was also know. Canadian uranium. Oh, Canadian uranium. Mm-hmm. There you go. Canadian uranium, a great punk rock band name. <laughs> I know, so, right? <laughs> uh, yes, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this this is this is Ken's right. This is the story that Fox News and all of the deplorables are running with. They're running with this story, even though yeah. it's been debunked. Even oh, yeah. though it started with Clinton Cash, what a year mm-hmm. and a half ago, two years mm-hmm. ago, and everybody said this story is baloney. Yeah. Even though there's nine different. Agencies that have to sign off on the deal. Yes. And it never rises to the level of a department head because it's really trivial. It's weapons and grade it weapons grade bef- we- weapons grade balonium. Yes. That's about it. It is. I was yeah. balonium. <laughs> this 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 entire uranium story started before Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State. Too. It was out. It was out for the last seven years, and yeah. they really pounded it last year during the campaign. Mm-hmm. And well, no one came up without any evidence that Hillary Clinton had anything to do with anything, and that anything was wrong with the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So there. But, well, well, but. That's the real story. That's where you really should be looking, though. But this is uh, Jim Acosta. Uh, so, yeah, t- t- Trump sent, sent out a tweet today. Do either of you have the tweet in front of you uh, about what uh, he tweeted out about Uranium One? Um, Hold on. I can find it. I can get it. Yeah. I Joe's- mean, because it it's was, to- again, weapons-grade balonium tweet. <laughs> weapons-grade balonium. That's a good one. <laughs> I love you. it. Weapons-grade balonium. Yeah. So, um, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it just the most ludicrous tweet that he sent out, accusing Hillary Clinton uh, of, I think, treason. Um. Well, yeah, no, that was Sis. Sebastian Gorka. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Three oh, hours here it is. ago. Is this the one? It is now commonly agreed after many months of costly looking, there was no collusion between Russia and Trump. There was collusion with Hillary Clinton. Oh, it's commonly right. agreed with uh, all of his insane supporters. Yeah, I think I think that's the tweet that Jim Acosta was talking about. Okay. Must must be because they Yeah, because they said it was this morning, it's ten hours ago. That's gotta be it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Acosta so, knew Acosta knew exactly what Trump was talking about. Yeah. So here's uh, th- this is Jim Acosta trying to ask uh, uh, Sarah Hickabilly slanders, um, you know, to uh, clear things up, and of course she cleared him up 
just like mud. Yeah, I was wondering, why did the president involve himself in the Uranium One investigation? Are you trying to gin up your own Russia investigation to rival the one up on Capitol Hill? And where is the president's evidence that Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians as he tweeted this morning? Uh, in terms of the president being involved, I'm not aware of any uh, specific involvement. The president has pushed for transparency, if that's what you're referring to when dealing with Congress. I know that's probably nope. something new for a president to actually push for transparency, oh, but that's what he's nope. done. Uh, and that was the purpose of what he was trying to do in that process. How about, how about evidence of collusion? That Hillary, uh, Sarah, no, the president made a charge that Hillary Clinton... Uh, I think, we, I think I've addressed that pretty thoroughly. Mike, go ahead. You're saying that, that, that Hillary Clinton... I'm Clinton's saying that I'm calling on your colleague. Okay, well, you didn't really address that question. No, she didn't address that question at all. She did not address either of the questions. And and she has no sense of irony either. He has a sense of, he wants transparency. Well, yeah. Are you really? She does have irony issues. Her eyes are weird. Yeah. But, I mean, really, how could, and then that snarky, i talking, I'm calling on your colleague, that's what I'm saying. But the thing is, is that Acosta specifically asked, mm-hmm. where is the evidence that mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians? And and th- this is, the, to me, this it seems minor. To me, it does seem minor. Okay, to other people it might. Mm-hmm. It, went, it happened so fast happened so fast that it didn't seem important, but Jim Acosta asked the one question in that press briefing today that was really, really incredibly relevant, and that was, where is the proof that that Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians? This is really kind of on the level of when, you know, a few months ago, when, when Trump came out and said that Obama tapped my lines. Mm-hmm. It's really that, it's on that level. It is. And the You're fact right. That, and the fact, yeah. To me, to me, it was when I heard that I was like, "Wait a second, this is kind of a big deal." And when when Huckabee Sanders turned around and said, "We've addressed that," she addressed nothing. No, she did not address that at all. She lied. She yes. lied. Um, she. And yeah, so let, let's listen to this little little follow up here from Norman Eisen. He's a the former uh, ethics czar for the Obama administration. Uh oh, Russian collusion. He was a czar. <laughs> Um, listen, listen to this. Uh, here he is with, um, ooh, he's on CNN. I forget whose show he was on. I thought it was, uh, uh, terrible that Sarah Sanders wouldn't answer Jim Acosta's question. In the absence of some evidence that any of this has to do with Hillary Clinton, uh, or that there's any connection to make these unsubstantiated al- allegations, right. it's the big lie. Uh, strategy and it's reprehensible and we should not uh, stand by and and let the White House do it it's truly shocking it's an obvious effort to start an alternative investigation look if there is a basis to believe that something improper happened put the evidence out there but uh, to refuse to answer questions and to make these allegations and to have the White House engaged in uh, politicizing a, a criminal matter, uh, it, it, it has the most disturbing historical echoes. Very exactly. disturbing. Very disturbing. A potentially criminal situation. Yes. And I don't blame him for not saying potentially, but 
I'm really glad that he called it a lie. It yeah. was a lie. There's no two ways about it, really. You know, what Donald Trump is doing at this point is the same thing that he tried to do to our last president. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it, it 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 really is no difference than Obama tapped my lines. Yeah, and you which know what? We found out months later wasn't true. In what it's almost like is what he did when he swift boated uh, Cruz with the JFK assassination story, except that story was so ridiculous. It, that you know, and and so not convoluted that it was easily dismissed, and his supporters will never acknowledge that story. They will never acknowledge that lie. They'll never acknowledge the yeah. lie about the thousands of people in the streets after nine eleven. They'll never, you know, any of those big ones. They'll never. They'll say, you know, uh, well, what was wrong with birtherism? That wasn't racist. Yeah. They'll all the all that stuff. They can just be like, you know, because that stuff was so simple and so easily disproven that. But but this is so convoluted with the lies that the right wing has ginned up. It, just like Seth Rich, you know. Yeah. There's all this circumstantial evidence, and they can say, "Oh, it's terrible! Look what's happened! They did it! Smoking gun over there and over there and over there and over there! Oh, PizzaGate." Podesta, you know. Um, it, well, yeah, that's what they're doing, and I, I'm going to tell you something. You, you guys, everybody who listens here knows that I listen to WTOP, which is a local CBS station here in DC. And um, earlier today, they interviewed Chris Wallace. They, they, I don't, I wouldn't call it an interview, but they're like, Chris, so what's going on? Duh, duh, duh. Chris Wallace is going to follow up on Sunday. I'm giving you all a heads up. He's going to follow up on Sunday, and he's going to make this Uranium One story a bigger deal than it really is. Yep. Chris Wallace if, is is planning. Um, uh, you mean he's going to try and, and implicate Clinton? I don't know. It, no, I don't. Or he's going to he's yes, going to yes and no try yes and, and no. Chris Wallace is going to do the Sean Handy thing. Well, he's going to do the very Sean Handy thing by we're just bringing in people who have questions. Trump. Uh, tweeted a quote of Chris Wallace's tonight, about three hours ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. And it said, uh, there is more evidence of Democratic collusion with Russia than the GOP. Yeah. That's a quote from Chris Wallace. And yeah. Trump, Trump just tweeted that out about three hours ago. So, which is, yeah, we know where they're going with steal this. Up, steal which, up to this and which, get your facts yeah. straight on it. Because oh, yeah. this is what they're doing. They're trying to run a new narrative. I'll tell you what, what, what's happening here. As we get closer and closer to Mueller wrapping up the investigation, as we get closer and closer to the to the White House with what he's got on them, they're getting nervous. And everybody is throwing smoke up to try to uh, to try to to discredit what they know is coming from Mueller. Yeah. And I That's heard what's that going there's on rumblings that they some the uh, Republicans might be looking to fire Mueller. So I'm sure there are some that would would like to, but I think I think they know that that's untenable. Mm -hmm. So instead they're starting all this all these other uh, side rails. Yeah. So that when the Mueller makes side his recommendations yeah, when he when he makes his recommendation, they can say, 
it's all political. If all, all the yeah, if, if all these lies turn out to be true uh, about Hillary Clinton, I say we impeach her. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, in in, in but I, I want to. Uh, this has been driving me crazy uh, for the last few days because I, I I know I shouldn't do it, but I went there. We'll never find the more wretched hive of yeah. scum and villainy. I I got into it with these people, and they're like, "That's it." They're guilty. The Clintons are guilty. There's so much proof. And it's like, and it's like you know, if you've listened to this thing, uh, you know, deftly debunked over and over and over, I mean, it's it, it makes sense to an adult. You know, it makes sense to a rational human being. But, you know, and so, but I, this and the other thing that's been pissing me off is the the fusion gps story that they're like well the democrats and clinton paid for the they paid for the dossier yes legally through a company that does opposition research they didn't meet with russians they hired a foreign uh you know they hired uh, an american company with and they, the best guy they could find was a former spy from England who knew British intelligence and, in, in, you know, or, I'm sorry, knew uh, Russian in- intel and, you know, had contacts. And it's just like hiring a private detective. Yes. You know, it's exactly like that. I did that. I hired a private detective once to find Susan's birth family. I- am I am I criminal? Um, you know, it, it, it's all, you know, it's it's all on the up and up. If by chance that search, if, if by chance, you know, <laughs> Susan's birth family were, you know, in another country, then, you know, the, the search from from the PI might have led there. It, it's it's again, private companies are uh, with as long as they follow the laws and don't like, you know, do, you know, do something criminal. You know, uh, I guess that's kind of uh, <laughs> repetitive. But you know, know but I want to know where's the the new story here? Because there is, yeah, there's there when Buzz when Buzzfeed uh, 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 printed that, that that whole dossier and all that hoopla that went around it. Then uh, it, the, they said in the story that it was a dossier that was begun by GOP rivals during the primary. Mm-hmm. What and was what? picked Wait, up? GOP? And was, you mean Republicans? Yes. Okay, that they they initiated the here. they initiated the 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 uh, the uh, <clears throat> Apple research and it, and and the, and that after he gained the nomination the Democrats picked it up they're like why and you continued know, with it and you know and, what, and that came out in be, January you know what they should be angry about they should be angry at the Republican or Fusion GPS for saying um so we've been working on this for a while do you uh you want to pitch in and uh, keep going with it. Because that's where Steele got involved. It's when Democrats, right. and, we, and we'll, we'll play that audio. Oh my uh, god! Oh yeah. my god! Actually, that's so amazing. And they're saying that, and they're saying that, that when the Democrats picked it up, they hired Steele, and he's a foreign agent. But well, that's they, true, but he's an ally. Exactly. He's not a Russian for, and he's not an adversarial foreign. The Democrats agent. didn't hire Steele. No. Fusion GPS. Fusion GPS did. did. Yeah. Right to continue the research, well, and. When, and the when, very fact, the very fact that somewhere along the line, the Republican Party, whoever it was, who I think it could be 
And I've said this to you guys. I thought at first it might be the Never Trumpers. Then I thought Bush. In the past couple of days, now I'm actually really wondering if it's the Mercer family who who started this all. Because the Mercer family originally was the guys that that family wanted. They wanted Cruz hardcore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. Cruz dropped out, I really would like to see a timeline. But getting off the rails. Well, the bottom line is that is yeah. that the Republicans could have kept paying for it, and they didn't once. Trump well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the, I'll nomination. the nomination. I'll tell you well, what, Rain, if, if you're right about the, the Mercer family, that's going to be one explosive uh, uh, revelation. Yeah. Because I mean, the Mercer a, family yeah. is totally funding Steve Bannon. But they originally yeah, well, funded, what a they circle jerk that would Ted end up. Cruz. Don't yeah. forget that. Well, sure. let's, let's, yeah. let's hold that thought right now because we, we um, have. Um, we we have more audio for this than I want to play, and there's something else I want to read. So we're going to keep on this subject because, to me, this is the biggest fake news in the world that somehow legally hiring a company to do opposition research somehow oh is considered God. Russian collusion. <laughs> Fucking insane. <laughs> Fucking insane. So uh, anyway, we are going to take a break, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, opposition I'm gonna... research. Oh my God! The Heavens, scandal. The, give me my pearls. I need to clutch them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean these idiots. It's it's just fucking nonsense. So anyway, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. We're gonna listen to Dracula's Magic Ring of Power from uh, the Dad of Rock on this break uh, since it's feeling a little Halloweenish. So we'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Children of the night, what music they make. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you it is showtime and welcome back to it and of course joining me as always on the program uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington DC. Welcome back. Hello? Hello there. Rain. Hi, Rain. Where are you? Where are you? Uh, 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 uh. She uh, got bit. Spirited away. Uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program. 
Hey, well, I wanted to share breaking news with you, but uh oh. While we were on the air, we found out uh, who started the Fusion GPS thing. Who did? Really? The, the yep. It was the Washington Free Beacon, a Washington conservative Free website. Beacon. Interesting. Yeah. Who? Yep. And any, they have a uh, any big names behind that that I should know? Uh, the guy, the editor in chief's Matthew Continetti. Hmm. Uh, they put out a short statement tonight, uh, basically uh, saying that, yes, they do this with a lot of Republican and Democrats. They did research into Hillary Clinton, um, but that none of it has anything to do with uh, Christopher Steele or the Steele dossier, and they're sort of uh, trying to distance themselves from that part of it. Hmm. So um, apparently this was launched in February 2012, this, this website. And it's a very conservative uh, website. If everybody, I, you know, I post this on the chat. There you go. No, cleanse, no, uh, no cleanser, not free bacon. <laughs> free bacon. Okay, let Hello. me post this up here. So yeah, in okay, case you in is. case you missed it, uh, the Washington Free Beacon was the uh, re- mysterious Republican outfit behind the, uh, the Fusion GPS uh, Oppo Oppo research. Are we sure about that, or are they just saying that? Well, they well, issued it's a statement. A, it's a, they issued a statement on their website acknowledging it's true. It was reported by NBC News just now. Okay. okay. And uh, there's a, a short statement. If you go to their website, I just posted the, the link to their website. You could read their statement. Yeah. That just seems very anti... I don't know. Joe, I'm not questioning you. But, it's a little anticlimactic. Well, no, the, free, the free beacon, <laughs> the free beacon is just—it's been a really strange conservative website for a number of years, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we've heard we've heard reports that um, we've heard reports. I mean, all the reports that it was a billionaire, it was the Never Trumpers. This this one, I just I find that strange. Well, and if it's true, it's true, but. Well, you know, they're they're all they can say is they're taking responsibility on their website. Are um, they taking responsibility on behalf yes. of whom? Well, on behalf of themselves. Uh, it says here since it's. I'll just read the first part of it. It's it's not that long, but I'll just read. Since its launch in February of 2012, the Washington Free Beacon has retained third-party firms to conduct research on many individuals and institutions of interest to us and our readers. In that capacity, during the 2016 election cycle, we retained Fusion GPS to provide research on multiple candidates in the Republican primary, just as we retained other firms to assist in our research into Hillary Clinton. Well, that's very interesting. It goes on from there. Well, and, and the, you know the some good news. It's some good breaking news. Jim. Yeah, it is. It is for sure. But uh, welcome back, Rain. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I, my computer. I, I, that's okay. It's an asshole. I want to. I want to read something that I posted on Facebook the other day. After seeing the reactions of everybody about, there were all these right wing writers saying the me the the liberal media should be fair and cover this, you know, because now it pretty much negates the investigation into Trump. No, it absolutely doesn't. <laughs> This was something that, again, the Free Beacon started. They they wanted to dig up dirt on Trump, and then somebody passed the baton to conservative or to Republic. I'm sorry, Democrats, um, the Democrats, yeah, and and, and hmm. they they passed the baton one way or the other. Either you know 
either the free beacon said, Hey, we're giving up on this. You might want to look into it. Or fusion GPS said, Hey, we've done some pretty good work here. We have some other ideas. Do you want to run with this and pick up the tab again? All perfectly legal above board. This is how things are done. So well, let's, let's even buttress that a little bit because the FBI themselves wanted to hire Christopher Steele because they found him so reliable and credible an agent. Yeah. Right. So before and it we was, get to, it was yeah. Christopher Steele that went to the FBI when he found some of this information in the exactly. dossier. Exactly. Exactly. Did and, it the right let's, way. Let's not let's not forget <sighs> that the dossier was given to John McCain, who oh, also yeah. gave it to the FBI. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, let let's uh, let, let me just read something real quick, uh, just so you know, because you you know, you, Rain, you said earlier, make sure you have your facts straight when you're talking to people about this. It, I have a fun little fact list that I made up, and I put it on Facebook the other yesterday. Um, and it goes like this: Only the Trump cult sees paying private uh, uh, sees paying a private company to do a job as a bad thing. Meanwhile, Fat Donnie was out there begging Russians to hack American interests. Flynn was yes. having di- Flynn was having dinner with Vlad the Mad Butcher. Manafort was up to his nutsack in ra- shady Russian dealings. <laughs> Don Jr. was soliciting opposition research from a Russian citizen. Carter Page, who might as well be a Russian citizen, was polishing knobs of Kremlin cronies. Uh, sorry, I got a little I got a little randy when I was typing this. Roger Stone Roger Stone was making appearances on RT and schmoozing Julian Assange. A Trump Inc. computer server had a hotline to Alpha Bank. Fat Donnie did business with Felix Sater, who was wrapped up with the Russian mob. Tillerson's cozy relationship with Ro- Rosneft, Sessions lying about meeting with the Russian spymaster, and the list goes on and on. But somehow, contracting a private company, you know, capitalism, to do opposition research in a 100% legal fashion is a bad thing? Well, it's not unless you're um, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, or a Democrat, mm. or anything. You know, so, or the DNC. Yeah. Or you have a vagina. Sure. You know, I mean, but no, that's the, really the, good, Ken. That's really good. I mean, I, I just and all this information get... is so readily available. Yeah. Yeah, but yes. emails, emails, but her emails, yeah, emails. Yeah, so, but what about their emails? Oh, the oh yeah, their emails. Oh, her emails. So only her off. emails has that risotto uh, recipe. Oh, I mean, see, how many that's people right. in the see? administration have been found to be using their own personal emails? I think it's at least six. Mm-hmm. At least. And, how, and how about Trump tonight demanding that the State Department get all those emails out immediately? God damn it! Yeah, he, tonight he's he's demanding. He's saying, "What's they're they're criticizing his own Secretary of State for dragging its feet on Judicial Watch's uh, a FOIA petition." Judicial Watch. <laughs> I, I would really like for us to be able to impeach based upon. Stupidity, just stupidity and <laughs> and misadministration and just. <sighs> let's uh, l- let's also remember um, uh, who founded Judicial Watch. Okay, it was uh, a right wing dude, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. It was. And I said uh, dude because it's usually a guy. Um. Uh, oh God, what's what's that's that it? Larry Clayman. Larry Clayman. Larry Clayman. Larry Clayman is a man who sued his mother, <laughs> his elderly mother. Um, Larry Clayman is a man who was such a weak little coward. 
He said he didn't want the RNC to happen in Cleveland because we had disgusting bugs that flew in off the lake. Which he's talking about, like, the Canadian soldiers or midges or whatever, you know. Um, and uh, the the thing is, they're not non-biting insects, and they're also a sign of a healthy lake when you see more of the bugs. And they're here for, like, a nanosecond, you know. In the grand scheme of things, they're here for, like, a day or two. And then there's dead bugs, and all the birds are happy. But, yeah, so Larry Kleiman is a big wimp who's afraid of bugs and sued his mommy. He's kind of like. Pretty sure he's a tiny penis. Uh, I couldn't say, but you're not allowed to say. Don't say penis in this house. Uh, <laughs> but I want to. I want to play a clip uh, from uh, another one you shared, Rain, with Katie Turr with uh, Ken Delinian on um, MSNBC about the origins of the Steele dossier. This one's a little bit longer, but. There's some points in here that are important. Joining us now from our Washington newsroom is NBC News intelligence and national security reporter Ken Delanian. Nice to see you, Ken. Um, so, uh, Ken, the Democrats were not the first person to commission this dossier, though, right? That's absolutely right, Katie. It was the Republicans, specifically an as-yet-unidentified never-Trump Republican group that first hired Fusion GPS to do opposition research on Donald Trump. And the thing for our viewers to understand is that is utterly unremarkable. Opposition research is a standard feature of every campaign, every presidential campaign. Sometimes candidates do it on themselves. The only exotic thing here is that we've never had a presidential candidate before with these kinds of international entanglements and specifically with relationships in an adversary country. And so Fusion GPS set out to get to the bottom of that, Katie. And Ken, um, when did former British spy Christopher Steele get involved in this effort? So my understanding as of today is that Steele was not hired by Fusion GPS until after the Democrats took over the payment of the dossier sometime in April when it became clear that Trump was going to be the nominee. Obviously, the Repo Republicans had no reason to conduct that research anymore. Trump was their nominee. The Democrats picked it up. Fusion GPS hired Christopher Steele, this former British intelligence operative, because he had an expertise in Russia. They had already been gathering, though, some information on Russia, Trump's ties to Russia before, but the relationship was formalized around the time the Democrats started paying, and Steele began gathering information through his sources in Russia. Um, and so, so far, Ken, what information have we confirmed or discredited, discredited from that dossier? Well, we've been told by multiple reliable sources that both the FBI and the congressional committees have confirmed key aspects of the dossier, but we do, they're not telling us which parts. But we do. there are aspects of the dossier that you can see from public records proved to be true. In one particular passage, um, the dossier rebuts Donald Trump's longstanding denial that he was seeking business interests in real estate deals in Russia. Remember, he said, I have no deals in Russia, no interest in Russia. As we learned a few months ago, there was a deal. His lawyer, Michael Cohen, was pursuing a deal on his behalf to build a Trump Tower Moscow during the Republican primaries. That was something that was hidden at the time. The dossier mentioned it. And now we know it to be true, Katie. That's right. And it's only a matter of time before that Christmas Blu-ray release of the PP tape, everybody. By the way, we got to make that commercial soon. So it'll happen. It'll happen. Um, hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this is the one thing. There are several things that we know to be true from the dossier. This isn't just some Mickey Mouse operation. Uh, you know, uh, there was a lot of money thrown behind it. An American company was paid. They outsourced the job where they thought it best because, you know, there are people who, I mean, it's kind of like saying that 
an investment bank, well, you can only invest in those like five banks, and most of them are in Kentucky. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, or or you can only invest in products that are just made in the United States. Uh, uh, that that's how absurd this claim is that you pay a company and you expect them to have no dealings whatsoever with anybody else who's in another country uh, and even if they're an ally from an allied nation yeah well first of all uh has been discussed many times on, on on cable networks opposition research isn't even something that rises to the level beyond low-level campaign workers that's expected Opposition right. research is expected. They, yeah. and, and most of it is public knowledge stuff that that is in newspapers and magazines. It's a matter of curating everything to, to, to make into a narrative. That or, they can you know, spin. the Howard Stern show. <laughs> yeah, or Access Hollywood. Yeah, that kind if of you, thing. If you, if you even want to go back about eight years or whatever, how many years, you can go back to um, Jimmy Carter's grandson, who did opposition research on Mitt Romney? Mm-hmm. Right? Do you do you remember that that forty whatever forty something percent comment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember I remember the Republicans wanted to make it such a big deal. When in the end, everybody's like, "Yeah, he said that. We can't. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. We can't make yeah. it an issue." But yeah. I mean, the fact that what I was driving at is is that it's 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 it's. it's very unlikely that anyone above low left level staffers or people working lower levels even knew about who was doing the Apple research. Uh, certainly Clinton wouldn't know. No. Certainly Podesta wouldn't know. No, Clinton herself said she didn't know. Because, and you know what? Kellyanne Conway said she never got involved in such low level nonsense. Yeah. She said that I mean, today. This is well. There you yeah. go. There you go. I mean, and that's the funny thing about this because really, you think you think about all of the things. Now, I could see Trump getting involved in stuff like that because he sure. he couldn't deal. You know, he, that's all he wants is gossip. That's all he wants is like the little shitty bullshit National Enquirer stories and stuff like that. Um, the little shitty bullshit. Uh, I, catchphrase coined by kenny pick um so <laughs> but you know that that's really all he cared about he, he you know he's he's the microcosm president he's like fox news and oh we'll we'll get to the clip that media matters for america put together with uh, trump only getting interviewed by his pals um but you know he's the microcosm president he do, he looks at the 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 narrowest view of things you know Look at that crowd. Great crowd. Well, that's not the majority of Americans, and the majority of Americans didn't vote for you. You know, yes. it, but, you know, it, but, you know, this thing, you know, of course Hillary Clinton's not going to take time. She was busy preparing. She was cr- trying to craft policy. Oh, and gee, never mind. She was constantly trying to fend off or, you know, re-apologize or do whatever because of the, the email server. That didn't fucking matter for anything, <clears throat> and now you yeah, that's morons really, and really maniacs. Point. That, she was yeah. crafting policy. She was not just crafting policy. She she was trying to to put her policy forward. Yeah, I, or, God or one, damn it, these people. Yeah. I, I should I, I should say this crafting. I should, just let me uh, correct what I said, Joe, real quick. Uh, she was she was crafting her message. She was fine tuning her message, yeah. where Trump was just out there, yeah. you know, vomiting shit up like you know he always does. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. 
Oh, I was just going to say, and and the one, the one off the cuff comment she made about deplorables, got turned into the scandal of the whole camp campaign. I mean, I'm yeah. ri I'm riding down the street yesterday behind a car that says I'm a deplorable. Vote Trump. Yeah, they're yeah. assholes. You know what I mean? I mean that one off the cuff statement that was misquoted and taken out of context became the scandal of the whole thing. Not the access Hollywood tape. Mm -hmm. Not but once not again. Once again, this is where the right wing somehow always has the ability to drive the freaking narrative. Because the mainstream media, and media, even though everybody thinks they're so liberal, are so anxious to have to, to not look balanced yeah. that they overstate the other side. Yeah. yeah. Just well, to make sure that they, they're clean. You know, in in, in the the uh, and I don't think I even need to right. say this. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't sure. think I even need to say this, but I'm just gonna say it because I'm so fucking sick of it. All of the things that conservatives have complained about, that you know they still complain about to this day, about anything Democrats do or anything any particular candidate has done, their guy has done it on steroids. Every single fucking time. Again, they want to say, oh, Bill Clinton's rapist. Oh, well, there's a testimony. Uh, you know, there's actually sworn testimony that Donald Trump raped his ex-wife. There's no sworn testimony from any of Bill, uh, uh, Bill Clinton's accusers as to him raping them. But because yeah. it's Teflon Don... No, it's all they just want is money. Of sexual abuse and rape. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, and and he it he openly. Could you imagine if Bill Clinton said the things he said that 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 Trump said on that bus? No, it wouldn't have been guy talk. It would have been an open confession. It wouldn't have been locker room talk. It would have been sworn testimony. You know, there it is, hand on the Bible, he's guilty, string him up by the neck, lock him up, you know? Bill Clinton would never have gotten the nomination. No. No, because we, I mean, look what we did to Anthony Weiner. You know, you want to take yeah, a recent, take recent example? Out. You want to look Here's at a recent thing, example? Anthony Weiner, John Edwards. John Edwards, gone. Weiner, gone. Even, even Weinstein, even Weinstein, gone. Yeah, Edwards, look, you know, Weinstein, Weiner, yeah. gone, 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 gone. And I will tell you what, the uh, I'll tell you what the the Weinstein Sorry, thing. I got very animated. No, that's okay. But, I want to say the one good thing about the Weinstein thing. The one good thing for all the horrendous criminal, predatory things he's done. The one good thing out of it is that none of us are having it. And so yes. when, when conservatives want to come to us and say, oh, but what about Weinstein? Oh, well, what about O'Reilly? What about Trump? What about, uh, you know, uh, uh, Haster? Or, no, no, wait, Haster, right? You know, yes. I mean, yeah. we just go down the list. You guys are still... Eric Bowling. You guys Bowling. are Sure, yeah, yeah. You guys are all still defending. Oh, and what about that fucknut from uh, Morning Joe? Uh, the... the um, Halper. The, oh yeah, Halper. Who called, who called and, Obama and a dick? Yeah, there's you a know? whole bunch of them. They're and they're like, oh, those. he's on MSLSD, so he's a he's a liberal. Yeah. No, no, That's Halpern is a fucking conservative. 
I don't well, even care if Halpern's a conservative. Well, I don't. I don't because either. Edwards and but, Weinstein, they were not. But no, the bottom yeah. line is that they were shitheads, and and we on the left said we don't have tolerance for you. Yeah. We didn't defend him. None of I. When I say none of us, I'm going to speak for the overall majority of people yes. on the left and the Democratic Party. We didn't defend them. No. We didn't sit there and try to say, oh, how do we keep them in power the way Fox News tried to keep Bill O'Reilly in power and even Roger Ailes. Oh, meow goodness says Vitter. What about Vitter? Oh, well, he paid yeah, for it. So it's a, he paid, he paid for it. So, he paid for it. So he's a good capitalist. Um, yeah, this is disgusting. We yeah. don't act <laughs> yeah. that way. No, and not so, at all. And 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 I'm you got me going, Ken. Well, so I'm t- well. Really look at look at the this. look at this. We get rid of people on our side, like Anthony Weiner, who arguably that was a consensual thing. With you know yes. Edwards, that was a consensual thing. We're like fuck yep. you, man. We don't want turncoats like you. Get out of here. I'm not Mr. Family Values, but God damn it, if you make a pledge to somebody in, in you know, if you're going to do that to the, the person that's closest to you in your life, what are you going to do to the rest of us? Yeah. You know? And that's where Trump is, Mr. Fucking Married Three Times, Mr. Accused of Assault 25 Times. You know, why should we give him the fucking benefit of that? And everybody's like, oh, well, Weinstein, well, you know, show me. You know, they're, they're like, oh, O'Reilly, O'Reilly's being, you know, it's just a bunch of gold diggers. And But, oh, but Weinstein, for sure, for sure. He hit him for sure. But no, not Trump, not O'Reilly. You leave those guys yeah, alone. Well, just just keep it's in insane. mind that when it, came to wine, when it came to Weinstein, as soon as that story broke, I think it was two weeks ago, people on the right immediately came out and... It, they, they blamed Hillary Clinton. They blamed the left by yeah. saying, how did you support him? And I just felt like, fuck you. Fuck all of you. And I'm sorry for using the F word. Oh, I'm trying to be that. nice about fuck using the F yeah. word. But, okay. you know, just don't even sit there and turn around and try to say that it's the left that was upholding him. Because you know what? I am really, really sick and tired of people on the right trying to hold the left responsible for Freaking sexual assault responsibility. Yeah, it's disgusting. Again, we, you know the, the moral we majority. Get rid of those people. The moral majority, in the party of family values, the party of personal responsibility. That's it. You know, fuck you guys. We get rid of them. We we tell them you don't have a place on the stage anymore. No, and it's not about and, and, values or morality. It's about decency. It's about decency. Yeah. And you have the fucking yeah. Josh Duggars of the world. You have the Jimmy Swaggers mm-hmm. of the world. You have the Jim Bakers of the world. All these pious, filthy fuckers that that want to beat you over the head with their Bible, yeah. but at the same time they want to do dirty shit with you know in in create a, a mayhem and in, in so I'm sorry, not dirty, but it n- non consensual shit. You know, that's that's it. And and again, whether it's you know non consensual with a minor like Josh Duggar did, or non consensual when you go behind your wife's back and you visit a prostitute, your wife didn't have it. Farther, it goes a little bit farther. Even if it is consensual, if it doesn't meet up with the party morals, yeah, no, you have to go. Oh, but we're all sinners. We just got to pray to be forgiven, right? You know, it's, it's, and I bring, I'm going to bring back Edwards into this. Yeah. That was consensual between him and his, his, 
I don't know where he is, but at the time it was his mistress. And yeah. it was really ugly because he was still married to his now passed away wife. Yeah. And it again, was just, it, it, it was just ugly. It, it, was it ugly. Yeah. Again, it comes down to if you make a pledge to to a person in your life, the the closest person, you know, your wife, your spouse, your your husband, you know, whatever, your your partner in life, if you betray them, what are you going to do to everybody else? We can't trust you. Goodbye. So, yeah. um, but on especially, that note, especially yeah. if you're in in the party, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and they don't cut them loose. They they're like, well, we just need to forgive them like God would, right? Screw you. Go to hell. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, we, I think God's a Democrat. I think and, and a woman, and she wants Bill O'Reilly to keep uh, her name off his filthy lips. So um, anyway, <laughs> uh, he's still mad at her, by the way. But anyway, uh, and it's no wonder he's mad at her because she's a woman. <laughs> she, she didn't protect him. Yeah, well, she didn't and, protect him, right? And he's angry I'm at all women. God didn't protect me. He's angry at all women. So anyway, we we we're running long. We gotta we gotta hit the break. We gotta hit the break. Um, so, uh, but we will be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from five to seven p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. It's not a crime to be stupid. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, thank you. You are very welcome. And Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Welcome. The swamp is not drained. They're swamping the drain. Yeah, it's it's getting more clogged. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also joining us tonight, uh, sitting in for P.S. Mueller, uh, the dynamic duo out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, we got Michelle Lagon. Welcome, Michelle. Yes, P.S. is so great. It takes two of us to replace him. See? And the funny thing is, it takes two people to replace, to fill his shoes because he wears four shoes. Um, and <laughs> uh, and Miles Lagon in Port St. Lucie as well. Welcome back, Hurricane Survivor. Yes, indeed. Just break the glass and add water. We are good to go. All right. All right. Well, um, I, I want to. I'm going to shift gears dramatically here because I need to tell all uh, all of you a story, and I would love to get your opinion on this. All right. Okay. Um, Ready. Because I have been so angry over this. I have been so so angry. Susan took a trip. Uh, last week well, when I was on staycation. She went to New York. And uh, what was the name of the farm you went to, Suze? Rhinebeck Sheep and Wool Festival. Rhinebeck Sheep and Wool Festival. Um, what? It, what? Yes. Yes. Susan went to Oh, my to the, God. I know that festival. Okay. Well, there you go. So they, they had Herkimer Crystals there, too. No, I'm kidding. Wow. That makes me curious already. But, uh, but yeah, so, so basically what it is is you, you go to a farm, you meet sheep, you meet goats, and they, you, see pe- you see them get hand-sheared. You see the yarn made. There's, cra- there's a craft festival going on and everything. People sell things. People buy things. Um, um, you, uh, you, sheep to shawl. Sheep to shawl. Sheep to shawl. Okay, so Susan had to give a little visual. So. Hi, so Suze. You you, sh- you shear the sheep, you spin it, you knit it, you do your sheep shawl. So, and everybody says hi. So, hi. so this is the deal. All right. So, uh, Susan went. Um, uh, this was arranged, and you know the the money was sent for hotels. Susan got a rental car for the trip and everything. Uh, she put another driver on her insurance, and there were three other women who were going. One of which we've known for a very long time. I know her husband. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but I was in a band at one point many years ago um, with uh, with the, this gal's husband. All right, the the person that this story is going to be about. Uh, Susan and one of the other women were the only two drivers of the four. So Susan and another woman drove from Ohio to New York. All right. They did, they did all the driving, had to go out of the way to pick people up, do all this other stuff, had to take care of doing the car and the insurance. Like I said, Susan put the other driver on our insurance and, and that was it. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> Susan's like, it costs 83 cents to put another driver on our insurance we, because she has such good insurance and, and a good driving record. All right. So uh, the woman, again, that this story is about was the only smoker. Okay. And this is this is an important uh, thing. I'm a smoker. I got nothing against smokers. All right. Um, but I, I, so, so this is, this is, uh, where things happen. Okay. So they were stuck in traffic in New York, um, on, uh, you know, four lane highway. Well, you know, two lanes going either direction. And at one point, the woman who is the smoker, uh, that this story is about decided that while traffic was at a standstill, she was going to get out of this minivan. She was sitting in the back. She was one of the non-drivers. Uh, she got out onto the road while traffic was, it was still moving, albeit it was moving very slowly. All right. 
She got out and she decided to smoke. Susan is keep driving, keeping focused on the road and the traffic around her. She knew she got out. All right. She did know she got out. But I, I, I know this is, a, I, I just want to say this start, this is starting to sound like a Jerry Seinfeld episode. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, this, this it, it, it might, but I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm furious about what happened. I'm sorry. Next. Proceed. I think I know where I, this is going. So, I, so, so Susan keeping an eye, keeping an eye on things that are going on, going on everything. Again, one of the only two drivers and, the smoking lady decides that she's going to get back in the van does not approach the you know she could she could walk up and knock on the passenger side window and say hey i'm gonna get back in she doesn't say a fucking thing she just goes up while the car is sitting still susan in an unfamiliar vehicle uh, keeping an eye on what's going on because she has to keep inching forward or else the people behind her are going to get angry. She does not realize that this woman is getting back in. And she tries to get in and Susan pulls forward like a second. She pulls forward just a second. And she freaks out. The, the smoking woman freaks out. And she's like, oh my God, you hurt me. You hurt me. You hurt me. And Susan's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were getting back in the car. You know, uh, you know, I'm just inching forward. It's not like she she was doing what teenage boys do to their friends at the side of the road. They go and grab the car handle and, you know, lurch yeah. forward like, you know, uh, 20 feet, you know. Uh, and mm. so after that happens, she get, finally gets back in the car. She doesn't explain what her malady is. She doesn't explain what her injuries are or anything like that. But then she decides she's going to stop talking to Susan for the bulk of the trip. That sounds like a win-win. No, she, it sounds just... Uh, oh, okay. Lord. Yeah, I mean, okay, so... And, That's a passive aggression, so... And she couldn't... And, and Susan, you know, didn't say boo about this she didn't say look dumbass i didn't force you to get out and smoke on a two-lane highway look dumbass why didn't you come up and knock on the window and say don't pull forward i'm gonna get back in you why know did she get out of the car to smoke because they were stuck in traffic for three hours and she was jonesing i wouldn't have done it it wasn't her car to smoke in yeah, it was a rental car. It wasn't her car to smoke in, and nobody else was a smoker. You know, she was the only smoker and one of the non-drivers. But she decided to take it upon herself to put herself out on the road. Susan didn't say a thing. Oh, my God. If I had been there, if I had been driving that car, you, you know, uh, you know, you hurt me. No, you hurt your fucking self. You got out of that car on a highway. There was no sidewalk. There was, was no pedestrian really area. This was a fucking highway. You got out. You put yourself in that jeopardy when you didn't make it known that you were getting back in that fucking vehicle. And Susan got no sympathy from the other two women that were there because they were close friends with the other woman. Susan had just oh, met them. Oh, wow. So, so they made her feel like you know less than human for this whole time, and and I am so livid. I I blocked this woman on Facebook. I almost unblocked her to send send her a message saying what I'm saying right now, but I didn't. I didn't. I want to so fucking bad because yeah. I am 
and, and then dig this. This is where it gets better. So then at one point, Susan accidentally, she was trying to raise the, the, again, unfamiliar car. She's trying to raise the backrest of her seat. She's laughing in the other room. She tries to raise the backrest of her seat and it the seat goes back like two inches and she wails, ow, stop hurting me. What the hell is wrong with this person? Yeah. And then they finally get her home. They have to drive all the way to Akron to take her home because she doesn't drive. She couldn't drop off the wait, car. Wait, 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 wait. They had to drive her. Oh, go ahead. I, so, so you guys were on your way to the Rhinebeck Sheep Sharing Festival. Susan, Susan and her friends were, yes. Oh, well, yeah. so, I'm sorry. Susan, this, this woman, this and their friends, two friends. Yeah. How did this woman deal with it during the... Uh, it was uh, she was hot and cold she was hot and cold like through the whole time she she would just be like give her the silent treatment and you know and i asked did she never saw a doctor no she she never saw a doctor right did she go to a doctor susan did 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 she go to a doctor in new york no no No. okay this is why i'm okay so all of this, oh my god, I'm in so much pain, and they get to Rhinebeck, the Rhinebeck area, which means that Sue's probably stayed over in Kingston. Could have been. So, well, I'm getting to that point. So there was no doctor appointment no. all, throughout all this pain. No, and then then okay. this is this is the this is the 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 two <laughs> final straws here. The, and, and the thing is, the reason why Susan went is because she knew this woman, but our friend Shannon is mutual friends with, with her, and Shannon was going to meet them there, but she was coming from out of the country, and she wasn't riding with them. So, um, I think I have that accurately. I don't know. But that, that she, they all have one mutual friend. So, um, uh, then they finally, Susan drives way out of her way to drop her back off in Akron. So she can bring the car back here to Cleveland and drop it off, and and uh, or have the other person drop it off. Oh, at the airport because she was flying out. So when they get her to Akron, um, she said she was all pissed off because her husband, my former bandmate, wasn't there to help her unload her stuff. Mind you, I was staying wide awake for Susan to help her with her stuff when she got home. And and she she started complaining. Oh, he's not here to help me with my stuff. Susan's like, I'll help you with, uh, you know, don't worry, I'll help you. And she's like, I don't want you touching any of my fucking shit. Wow. Oh, good God. Well, okay. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be able to contain my rage. Um, so this dickhead... Then it goes you know, behind. Sue's, Sue's right now. I'm feeling her pain. We're women. Yeah. And um, we do this sometimes. Well, and I'm I. I'm standing with Sue's. I am pissed with you, Ken, but. Oh, you're, you're pissed right along with it's me. Just, I see what you're saying. You yes. get to a certain point where it's like, okay, okay, okay. And then you just say, I'm going to remember this. Yeah, and then what did you a little cotton ball? And when I have to use it again, I'll be like, "Do you remember when?" Boom. She posted pictures of Susan in the group on Facebook, tagged everybody else except for her. 
Then she went on. She 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 proceeded to go and talk shit about Susan behind her back. And oh, and then the one woman, uh, the the that was friends with her, said, you know, Susan said to her, "Oh, I'm I'm I wish I she would let me help her with her stuff." And she looked at Susan and said, "I think you really hurt her." She hurt her fucking self when she got out of the fucking car in the fucking road when there was a no pedestrian area and the traffic was moving slowly, but albeit it was fucking moving. She hurt her fucking self. This is madness. This is. Was she seriously? Was she really hurt? No, she's a fucking liar. And you know what? What it was to me that she, the the two other women who were there, were really close friends with her. And she's kind of a really nerdy kind of person. You know, I mean, I know I'm a nerd, but she's she's like, well, I'm I'm saying she's like a she's like a a, you know a really really kind of withdrawn person and doesn't make friends very easily. So these two friends that were there, I think Susan was the outsider, and she was just waiting for that reason to make herself look better than somebody else oh her her drama moment her her, her i'm the center i'm gonna be the center of attention now yes i know i can pull this off boom there you go yeah so that's what the whole thing read read to me but no god damn it you hurt yourself when you got out of a fucking car that was in drive I'd, yep yep i'd be uh i'd be in one respect, I would just be grateful that you're now aware of this person's personality, and either next time don't go or take your own car or get, or get fly. some arrangements. She will fly you know? next time and, because we can and, do and, that. And, yeah, yeah. And when and when they go, well, why don't you go with us? It's just like, well, you know, you hurt me. Oh yeah, Su- Su- Susan. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There, there you go, Susan. Wait for that comment to catch up, Susan. So, uh, was, Susan, Susan's listening. Festival. Um, I, I think. Uh, and did Susan love Rhinebeck? Well, Susan, uh, uh, jump in here real quick. Tell everybody if you how you like the festival. So, well, do you do you want to come just barking on my mic? I was on a. Delay listening. That's all right. You were listening. Miles said. Uh, Miles said basically, the next time they ask you to go and you say no, and they say why, you say because you hurt me. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so see, I just didn't understand because it's like it was something that they were talking about, and then they were like, they were talk. She was talking about it, and then like when I'm driving, I need other people to talk, so I started asking different people in the car questions about things to get them chatting, and I got in her chatting about several other diff- different topics and then it just goes back to this oh how in pain she is and I'm like this is so stupid like why are you being so weird but they want like, to know doesn't... rain specifically asked though what you thought about the the festival itself though um I like Rhinebeck <laughs> it was fun I mean I'm a I'm a knitter and you know like I like being around people with beautiful yarns and stuff um it's hard to explain like it's super posh i'm gonna i'm gonna give susan the headphones for a couple minutes and let her talk to you guys about it it is kind of posh it is it's become very posh in the past 10 years have you gone before i i lived up there you did okay i mean it's 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 like a nice area i got to like pet a lot of nice merinos and um 
you know, see a lot of cashmere goats and I want to get a cashmere goat. And Ken's like, no, that's weird. And I'm like, but it would be great. Not that weird. Not that weird. <laughs> well, in the city of Cleveland. But, um, yeah. So. <laughs> but no, when you say when you say that Rhinebeck is kind of posh, I do understand that. Well, I, I, mean, I grew up, I grew mm-hmm. up <clears throat> literally about 15, 15 miles north of there. I hang out in Rhinebeck all the time. Okay, well, I mean, it's a cute city. It's a cute city. It looks like it's really funny because when you probably were, lived there, it probably didn't have a Pilates and a sushi no. place, right? No, no. <laughs> so it's it's gotten really big. But you know, the you probably went to the drugstore there, that Rhinebeck little drugstore. <gasps> Yes, yeah. the little, the little. It's like a general store. It's so cute. The place has been around forever. Mm-hmm. And I got a little yo-yo there, and I was like talking to the owner who's running the cash register. This makes me so excited yeah. that you went there. That does. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, that's the thing. Like the the thing that they have set up, like they're just kind of like, oh, these are good natural. I got one minute. Okay. Um, these are good <laughs> natural yarns and all these great things. So it's like it gets kind of like fancy but that's just the yeah, way yarn this, is this, this whole festival that you were talking about yeah you know going back 15 years it was mm-hmm. so so micro local mm-hmm. my neighbor was like i've got i've got sheep that i'm shaving and we're gonna join it awesome it was really really super local at the time yeah. and and over the years ryan beck did become very fancy even though it was very mm. small town well that's the thing like i guess it started in 1984 but other places yes. in other states like the c- people that organized the canton art fairs studied rhinebeck because it does so well oh, wow yeah like other people that are in charge of art fairs are like oh you're going to art rhinebeck that's so great because that's such a great festival and everyone loves it and blah blah blah, blah. so oh, god <laughs> yeah i mean i gotta it, but, tell you i know we have to go to break but yeah. I loved Rhinebeck when I used to go to bars there and puke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a cute little town. I can imagine it's got kind of that Kent feel, you know. <laughs> it's like yeah, but that's that's the area I grew up in. Yeah, it's nice. And, I mean, um, next it is, maybe, it is, maybe it we'll has meet and go there. Fancy. Well, maybe we'll sorry, meet and go Steve, there next time instead of these girls. Oh my God. Yes, <laughs> that'd be the fun. The best right. revenge is success. Exactly. Yes. I'm well. It's and like, having fun. When people love don't treat me right, I'm just like, well, guess what I'm gonna do to you? I'm gonna deny you my beautiful company. Huh? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Evil I business. love that. Yes. Yeah. I don't need this. But yeah, she's still friends. I can with tell my you what, so I know I still have a lot of friends in Rhinebeck who. Cool. God damn it, Zeus. They would, would be love so much you. fun. Next time would be fun. We'll, we'll plan this for more fun next time. But yeah. Ken wants you back. Well, yeah, I, I, he I wanna, wants you I back. Wrap up the segment, and I want everybody <laughs> else's opinion okay. to, to to let me know: Am I justifiably enraged? Joe, you've been kind of quiet. I mean, is, is this whose fault is this? Well, that's obvious. But I think Susan made one mistake. That's when you got back across the Ohio border. Instead mm-hmm. of taking her back to Akron, at that point, you should have crossed the border, pulled over, said, you know the drill, jump out, light up, and walk to Akron. <laughs> there you go. I like it. So, uh, um. Uh, Miles. All right. My my two cents. Um, I I I understand that you're you're angry and upset. 
And my advice in this situation would be, they uh, these people are no longer worth your time. Oh, no, they are not. They are not worth it. They're I put on my Daisy Duke cutoffs, and I cut them off. Um, I, would, so, <laughs> I would stop. I need Daisy Dukes, everybody. My the, cutoff the cutoffs. The stress that this is causing you is is not worth the, Oh, no. The, the, no, Susan, just, Susan and I both blocked her on Facebook, but I needed to vent to people to, to just okay. to yeah, let me you. to let me know that I'm right on this, that this is not Susan's fault. This is the person who got out of a fucking moving vehicle for all intents and purposes. If that car is in drive, it's a moving vehicle. You know? Um, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, I mean, Rain, am I crazy? Well, you don't have to answer that, but am I right? <laughs> Rain, you there? All right, she we'll, stepped off for a smoke. Okay, well, no, I didn't <laughs> oh, see, no, you're right, you're right. I mean, the bottom line, the bottom line is that I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't have a tolerance for people who are jerks. Yeah, really jerks. Where it's like, really, you, you stepped out. It's not my fault that you got hurt, and it's yeah. not Suze's fault that 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 woman claimed to be hurt. Yeah, and, and, and like she would it's do just, that intentionally. That's insane. It's, it's, God damn it. Yeah, so, all right, Michelle, you get the last word on this before we go to the Green News Report. Um, I really don't have much to say, although I am incredibly paranoid when I'm in a vehicle and in traffic. I would have been, you know, telling her to keep that freaking door shut to begin with and not get out of the vehicle and... Um, cause I'm the type that if, if we're stalled in traffic, I will, uh, pee in my pants before mm-hmm. I leave a moving, uh, a vehicle that's in, that's even in has a slight chance yeah. of moving. Yeah. I yeah. don't so, understand why, I'm sorry, Michelle, but I don't understand why she thought it was okay just to step out of the car and moving traffic. Because she's and, self-centered on herself exactly. and she didn't give a damn about what anybody else think and she needed that nicotine fit. I you know, smoke and I don't step out in the traffic. Yeah, it's moving traffic. I, I smoke too, are, and I can go eight hours without a cigarette. <laughs> you know, you are, a, you, are a lo- you, you are a lovable human being, and you think of others other than yourself. Rain. I mean, this is she the car was that not that type. When Bob and I and, are on Bob and I are on road trips, and we're stuck in traffic, if it gets to the point where it's like, I really would like a cigarette. I, I'll be like, babe, can I please roll down the window? And I will literally stick my head well, out of the yeah. window. And and my head is outside of the vehicle. Or go to a rest stop. <laughs> when it's, you know. Uh, all or, of this stuff. And, uh, any of that. But anyway, I, I'm really disappointed. I'm really feeling that humanity let me down because all these women are liberals. And for not one of them to stick up for Susan on this trip, to me, is just, you know, that's bullshit. She made her choice yeah, to get out is. of the car. She made her choice to get out of the car. She made her choice to get injured, quote unquote, injured. Um, and and by not going up, I mean all you had to do was knock on the passenger side window and say, "Hey, I'm getting back in." You you were right before. They are a click, and Susan was the outsider. Yeah, so I so would wrong. love to take a road trip with Susan. Uh, you know what? It, 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 well, let's make it happen. So, um, yeah, Ryan Beck, uh, 2018, Susan and Rain, 
and anybody else from Turn Up the Night, we'll sponsor it and we'll sign you up. I, I, sponsor I it would, means I'll put my name on it. So <laughs> I, I would I would never inflict anybody but my husband with me on a road trip. That's right. Because and, I am I am a nightmare in the vehicle. I am I've been in too many car accidents and I'm just I'm hyper paranoid. So. Yeah. So anyway, so that was well, that was my down. vent. That was my vent for tonight, everybody. I we really do have to go to the break because we got the green news report and we got name calling coming up too, and hopefully uh, a couple funny uh, little stories before we get to. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. We got um, uh, the the game coming up with uh, Bobber and Cats, of course. Uh, what the hell is that sound? And um, <laughs> I'll clip out a sound of me from this this show for the next time we play the game, screaming, "Is this Kenny Pick mad about a?" You know, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back uh, right after this. Uh, the Green News Report. I'm sorry, I'm flustered because I just came up with a new idea for what the hell is that sound? Anyway, we'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It really makes you feel good. Says who? Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. It's Thursday, October 26, 2017. There's a lot that's head-scratching about this contract. Tiny Montana Company's mysterious $300 million contract to repair Puerto Rico's electric grid. A bleak picture of the economic costs of climate change. GAO reports climate disasters have already cost U.S. taxpayers $350 billion. I appreciate and I respect both sides of the science. Trump's U.S. ambassador to Canada invents new form of climate denial. Plus, we're going to get more and more of these extreme events. On the fifth anniversary of Superstorm Sandy, new study warns no U.S. city is prepared for climate change impacts. Hey, happy anniversary. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I cut more regulations in nine months than any president has cut during the entire term that they're in. Dump anything you want into the drinking water, because you know what they say, when life hands you paint thinner, make people drink paint thinner aid. (laughs) Don't give me any ideas. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, still trying to make sense of this really strange, really bizarre story from Puerto Rico and Whitefish, Montana. Yes, congressional lawmakers are calling for a review of a huge $300 million contract that was awarded to a tiny two-year-old Montana company, Whitefish Energy Holdings, to repair Puerto Rico's electric grid without a competitive bidding process and despite its lack of experience handling such massive projects. They had only two people there when they got this project, right? That's right. So, Desi, you and I could have done that contract for... $150 $150 million. <laughs> Easily. FEMA and the Army Corps of Engineers say they were surprised by the unusual arrangement. Whitefish has links to Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke being located in his hometown, but the Interior Department denied any involvement. The Puerto Rico Power Authority, PREPA, said Whitefish had already bid on reconstruction after Hurricane Irma and were the fastest to respond. Now, Whitefish isn't the only small company getting an unusually massive contract 
contract for Puerto Rico, Cobra acquisitions of Oklahoma, the home state of Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt, also signed a $200 million contract to repair the island's electric grid. Home state of Zinke, home state of Pruitt, $500 million between them. Total coincidence, I assume. Puerto Rico Governor Ricardo Rosseo has defended the contract, but on Wednesday he said his administration will review PREPA's contracting practices. Good. On Wednesday, the Wall Street Journal reported that the Financial Oversight Board that's overseeing Puerto Rico's financial crisis is installing an emergency manager over the island's electric utility with the explicit goal of fully privatizing the public power company. Former Puerto Rico Power Commissioner Ramon Cruz tells the Green News Report, quote, This decision is unfortunate. What Puerto Rico needs is more transparency in the decision-making process about its future, not an unelected board. Meanwhile, October 29th marks the fifth anniversary of Superstorm Sandy at a thousand miles wide, the largest hurricane ever recorded in the Atlantic Ocean that caused the worst flooding in New York and New Jersey state history and one of the most expensive weather disasters ever to hit the United States. A new study published this week concludes that Sandy-like catastrophic floods are likely to become much more frequent due to rising sea levels and will do that soon, projecting that, for example, costly floods that now strike the New York City area once every 25 years could hit once every five years by Mm. 2040. And they warn, no U.S. coastal city is prepared. And now a report by the nonpartisan Government Accountability Office released this week warns that failure to confront climate change has already cost taxpayers more than $350 billion over the last decade. How much? $350 billion. In 10 years, paid in direct disaster aid, crop insurance, floods, wildfires, and repairs to federal infrastructure caused by weather disasters that scientists concluded were worsened by climate change. Yeah, but ExxonMobil stock is up. The GAO projects that the burden on taxpayers will grow rapidly by mid-century. The GAO says there are uncertainties in its predictions, but it's known for being quite conservative in its estimates. So it turns out it's actually more expensive to not act on climate change. As you have told us. And finally, despite the GAO's warning, the Trump administration is doubling down on climate science denial. New U.S. Ambassador to Canada and former Republican fundraiser Kelly Kraft, who happens to be married to a billionaire coal baron, (laughs) tried out a new stance on climate denial in an interview with the CBC. I believe there are sciences that are both on both sides that are accurate. Both sides have, you know, they have their own... um, results from their studies, and and I appreciate and I respect both sides of the science. (laughs) So this woman thinks there's good evidence that the Earth is both flat and round. Both sides. Well done. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played with laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, 
Tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Never take candy from strangers. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com he even talks honky. Holy shit! Holy shit is right. Uh, well, welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm so sorry there was a big gap of silence there because I was in talk. I was all like animated and talking to Susan about the last segment and everything, and uh, talking to her about my new idea for what the hell is that sound? And then holy shit. I, I come back in uh, Joe Santoris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. You have some big breaking news, my friend. Yes. The federal grand jury has approved the first charges, and someone could be in custody by Monday, sources say, in the Mueller investigation. That's um, right. Wow. Wow. They're going to jail starting Monday. We wow. don't know who because the uh, indictments are sealed. Oh. Man. That is good. Squeak. That is good. Wow, that could be the. Oh, let's start a betting pool. This could be the best Halloween show ever. Oh my god! <laughs> could be. Wow. Good. So yeah. So all right. I'm stay. trying to read uh, what they have on their thing. Uh, it's the Washington Grand Jury. Uh, Washington or Washington? Yeah, the Grand Jury in Not Washington D.C. No. A okay. uh, federal grand jury watched D.C. a Friday approved the uh, first charges of the investigation led by special mm-hmm. counsel Robert Mueller. According to sources briefed on uh, the matter, the charges are still sealed under orders from the federal judge. Plans were prepared Friday for anyone charged, they don't know how mm. many, to be taken into custody as soon as Monday. <gasps> the sources said it's unclear what the charges are. Spokesman for the special counsel's, counsel's office is denying, declining any comment. Mm. That's it. Well, I am... So Oh, Chris Wallace, so much for your big expose on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and Rain from Four Freedoms. Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. What do you think about that? How about that? I, I, I don't know. I have I have tingling down my leg. You got a. You, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tweety. Should we call you Tweety okay, for Tweety. the rest of the night? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, <laughs> You're going to call Tweety from now on. Again, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I love those beautiful golden words that came from Joe's beautiful mouth uh, just a moment ago. But I am going to be cautiously optimistic for the moment. Yeah, I am too. Yes, we I should. am so, too. And I'm, I know that Joe is. And I'm Joe sorry I said you had a beautiful mouth, that. Joe. So, <laughs> my, that's what she says. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she says. My way. Yeah. My way. Barb. Uh, there you go. Barb. And, Barb. and uh, of course, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida, from Mike Check Radio, heard every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, right here on Indie Media Weekly. What, what, what say you on this revelation? Um, 
Um, I will uh, not hold my breath, but it is very interesting, and I can't wait to see how true it is. Yeah, and all in uh, Michelle. Everything is good, Michelle. Everything yeah, Michelle. We we should also mention uh, that the first portion of Mike Check Radio this Saturday is going to be the Twin Peaks, the return um, special that we recorded the other day, or yet last? Uh, no, was it last night or the night before? Wednesday. We recorded on Wednesday. Michelle, myself, Adam Hebert, the Sues. And our special celebrity panelist, Jody Hamilton from From the Bunker. So, Yay. yippee! Yeah. It was so, a great time. Yeah, so uh, that's part of our Halloween programming. It's, we're going to first feature it as the opening of Mike Check Radio tomorrow night uh, because Adam has to work, and I, I I'm getting ready for my party, so I can't fill in. Um, but that will be the lead tomorrow. If you have not seen. Twin Peaks The Return, or if you don't care that things are spoiled, um, go ahead and listen. Tune in tomorrow, 7 p.m., and then there will be live programming uh, as soon as Adam rolls in. Um, I think uh, it's going to be like a two-hour live show. I'll be on, on the in the last half as per, per usual, um, as well as Miles. And, of course, welcome back, Miles, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. Yeah, where it is, I'll be there. But with regards to this announcement of, uh, uh, oh, I, I can I can see Manafort or Flynn, but what I'd really love is for a family member like Kushner or uh, Don Junior. Oh, oh man, <laughs> Don Junior, oh. man, that little chiclet faced asshole. I'd love, love for a family member to get get hauled in. Oh, oh. that would you know, be magnificent. Further, further, further information here. And this may re- may explain all the activity with uh, Trump and uh, the uranium deal and Fox News getting. Remember, mm. I said earlier in the show mm. that they're get they're probably getting buggy because something's about to happen. Yeah. Yep. Well, Bing. I just read here that under the regulations of the special counsel, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, the oversight person in this investigation, mm-hmm. would have been a mayor been made aware of any charges before they were taken to the grand jury for approval. So that means that Rod Rosenstein knew about the time that this Uranium One deal start making the headlines and must have told the attorney general who must have told the president who must have tipped off Fox News and they, as I said they were getting buggy, that's what this was all about and sure enough, they knew days go. ago. So, you know what we say about you in that scenario? You were being... Prescient! That's right. <laughs> so, uh, this is- Happy Friday, everybody. I'm yeah. Yeah. This is kind of a big deal. Would you all yeah. agree? Yeah, I, oh, oh, I oh. Just, bigly, just bigly. Just to temper our, our mood here. Yeah. Oh, it was so, pointed out that if, if the charges mm-hmm. are against Manafort for stuff he did in the mid-2000s, it may indicate that Mueller Mueller hasn't found much as far as collusion. Well, yeah. So we don't we know see. who it. We don't know how many, and we don't know who these charges are about because yeah. they're sealed. So yeah, but just keep, keep in mind, our- keep in mind that uh, Dana Buente, mm. mm-hmm. Dana Buente, who is in charge of the um, Eastern Virginia, you know, he's in charge of the. Um, the federal court here where I live yeah. in Alexandria. 
He resigned today. Oh, interesting. He resigned today. He said, I'm going to, I'm resigning, but I'm going to stay here until somebody else finds a replacement. And I thought that was very interesting. And I read reports that he resigned because basically his job is done. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But anyway, anyway, we, 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 we have a, a business at hand, although Kat is predicting Ivanka will, will be indicted. <laughs> but I doubt it. Uh, so uh, Kushner would be nice. Uh, but I, I, seriously, Don Jr., that's, oh, that's the one. That's the one. We all want that. I mean, seriously, if we can't have Don uh, Sr., Don Jr., well, that'll suffice. Um, I, I, I'd settle hmm. for Kushner. I, Kellyanne Conway would be great. Uh, so, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, well, She'd be my pick right off the bat. It'll probably be Carter Page. I mean, that, that, that freak is a freak. So anyway, all right, let's go ahead Stop and uh, get to uh, name-calling right now because our girl Friday, well, we have a special jingle for her, and we're going to play it right now so we can do some name-calling. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right. All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. Uh, oh, real quick. Um, oh, no, I love that Gal Gadot picture, Cat. I'm sorry I didn't comment on it. I've been, uh, I, but I, I saw it. You posted it a couple times. It's a great picture. It's really cool. I love Gal Gadot. So, but uh, anyway, yes. or Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Uh, but go ahead, uh, Rain. Who who do we have in the chat? So tonight we have in the chat we have Clinster, we have Francie, we have Jay Colley, we have Cat, we have Kenny Pick. Hello, sir. We have Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. We have Marnus. Hello, sir. We have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moo Mayor. We have Peter in San Francisco. Myself, Sandy in Durwood, Tim Cormall, Trojan Rabbit. I know we had Garbski earlier. Yeah. And I I know I might be missing other people who left. Hmm. Maybe. But you know what? You all can come back. You can. Even if you can't hear us, we'll yell, come back! And I know I know, Bobber is not in the chat room, but he's listening. Yes, and Bobber will be here for uh, What the Hell Is That Sound in the next yes, segment. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. With Cat. It's exciting. Yes. It is. Cat, take him as your teammate. Yeah, or, or, or we can do Battle of the Sexes, though, tonight. I thought that could be fun. Oh, <laughs> no, don't do that. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Bobber, Joe, and Miles versus Cat, Rain, and Michelle. What I could go just, wrong? I I feel like everybody should shun me. Or no, maybe I'm maybe with this. or maybe we do can- uh, we do dream team uh, uh, we do uh, power couples and Joe and Cat. Uh, get to pick what team they're on because we'll have Bobber and Rain and Miles and Michelle. That would mean Joe could be on Rain's team. Oh, God. 
You see? You see how it goes? What? Who is going to take rain? Because rain I would, sucks. Rain. I no, offer. No, I, I would rain. take your rain. <laughs> I, would, I would be What's your teammate. It would be the co-host against the guest. Seriously. I'm trying to tell you is that you guys should be smarter. You're smarter. You're better. Just... No, 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 no. Uh, Come honey. on. Honey. <laughs> Honey, this is not, uh, this is not, it's not even fair how I write these questions. It's like, I find the most obscure sounds. It's not like you, you don't need to have a deep knowledge to win. You just need to be lucky. That's it. It was my fault. It was my fault last time. I should have talked you into the cheetah because I knew cheetah's church. (laughs) You know what? Do we have any birthdays? <laughs> no, but we have an anniversary coming up. But hopefully, oh, we we'll do. Show Tuesday. So. We we do have one tonight. Oh, we um, have a, a birthday. It's Francie's brother-in-law, Tom. It's she has birthday. a big family. That's awesome. Oh, and by the way, Francie uh-huh. said she would be up for the road trip uh, with you and Sue's. All right, let's would, do it. Yeah. How awesome! I'd love that? to. I would love to, but I would never subject anybody to to me in the car because I'm, okay. I'm I'm a basketball. Well, you case. could fly in. You could fly into the Airbnb. Uh, but no, uh, I'm sorry. What, what was the what was the uh, 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 rain? Say, Francie's family member again. What was that? Tom. All right, Tom. Your birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. There we go. Uh, so, uh, Tom, happy birthday, and you're lucky to uh, have a relative like Francie. That's very exciting. So, uh, here we go. Uh, uh, we're going to get to the last couple audio clips we have here, and they're um, yeah, they're kind of long. They don't really require a lot of commentary because it's it's kind of just comedy maybe unintentional comedy for the first one and it's almost three minutes long but this will help me get mad libs ready for tonight um media matters for america put together a great supercut of trump only getting interviewed by his uh his friends and it's hilarious well mr president i'm so glad to see you i'm so proud of everything you're doing so how was your week uh you guys want to start with good news you have accomplished so much in that nine months. Tell me, how good is your press secretary? Who's been your biggest opponent? Has it been Democrats resisting? Has it been fake news media? Has it been deep state leaks? Deep state that has been leaking on you. So much fake news. And we you have agree to with that fake news. You probably agree with me. But if- your agenda is not getting out because people are caught up on the the Comey issue and ridiculous I stuff. I agree. I've never seen any one person face as much in terms of attacks as you have. There are thousands and thousands of people praying for you all the Thank time you, and so holding nice. you up. Overwhelmingly, there, oh, there's a lot of support for you here. Yeah. Congress. Yeah. Yeah, the country owes you a great debt on so much, but on that 
in uh, particular. Well, and, it's and very I, interesting. It's well put. It's true. I opened up the failing New York Times and the Washington Post this morning. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Are you moving so quickly that your communications department cannot keep up with yes. you? Yes. <laughs> You're also one of the most loved and respected. I would say that also. In history. There was so much uh, effusive praise for your visit to Puerto Rico oh, by the Jesus. governor, by most of those mayors who said we've never <laughs> seen this level of response from the federal government. You are fighting like hell every day. When I walked in, the cheering was incredible. <laughs> you were a rock star. I saw oh, the video. You were a rock star. You're better than President Bush. I mean, the, the federal pages are down 30% under your leadership. Well, and a Republican senator's doing enough to have your back. Just know that we will forever vote for you. I have a friend who's a trucker. And he loves, he's very proud of his equipment. No, no you don't. He's so great. And I'm very proud of you. The show, which I watch absolutely almost all the time, even if it means TiVo or whatever device you happen to be using at the time. We appreciate it. But no, you show is fantastic. Thank you for your support over the years. You've been so fantastic. You are most welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. So proud of what you're doing. Thank you very much. God bless you. Appreciate it. Let's keep this country safe. And I think that's our prayer for you and the country. All I know is Fox is good. Yeah. You are fair. And I have to say, Fox has treated me fairly. And I don't oh. mean good. Yes. But they've treated me fairly. I don't want to be treated good. I just want to be treated fairly. All I want is fair. I don't want anything else. I just want fair. And Fox has really been fair, and I appreciate it. You are, uh, if I may say, uh, everything is advertised as you ran for president. And uh, appreciate everything you're doing. Wow. Wow. There's not enough lube in this world to make that acceptable. No, not at all. Not uh, at all. I mean, you need just... It's ama- <laughs> what amazes me is all of those people there that were talking. None of them uh, had to mention, you know, Mr. Trump, the, the view inside here, inside your colon, it's pretty nice. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Ooh, look, uh, corn. Wow, it, it's like it, the smell isn't as bad as you would imagine. No, but uh, you know yes. it's it's uh, it, it could be much worse. And uh, you know I'm gonna you know slide my tongue up there a little bit. And uh, you like that? Oh, 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 Miles, 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 oh, Lee Lagon. <laughs> I just called you amazing though, right? <laughs> oh, it was Every single one of those people was from the Fox News Network. Every wasn't, single one of them. Wasn't one of them um, the, that preacher guy? Pat Robertson. Uh, Christian Broadcasting yeah. Network? Okay, and, every and single Mike, one of them except and that Mike Christian Fuckabee. guy. Come Mike, on. Mike oh, Fuckabee. Come on. Well, Huckabee, Huckabee's like Pat Robertson well, I, light. So well, He works for Christian Broadcasting now. Huckabee does? Yeah, that's... Uh, yes. Oh, what the fuck? That's horrible. That's where he's at now. <laughs> oh he's my god. He's going to be the next Pat. He's going to when Pat Robertson is finally fossilized and mummified and whatever the fuck else they're going to do be, to him. It's going to be Huckabee. Ha- Hickabilly. Hickabilly. You didn't You didn't oh, know that? No. no. It, was, it was the same network. I oh my god. God, that's fucking pathetic. See, you God. Have little tiny Pat Robertson. God. He is tiny, man. He is. God damn it. That, he is really it. tiny. Seriously. Uh, but no, seriously. And now I hope you've got Pat Huckabee, Ro- who's not tiny. Huckabee is kind no. of returning to pre 
pretty oh, yeah. losing the weight. Oh, levels. he he's he, his uh, popcorn popper is full of squirrels right now. Yeah. But seriously, <laughs> Pat Robertson. If Pat Robertson ever leaves the you know uh, CBN, stop! Don't come back. Yeah. God is dead. I'll tell you what, God, she's going to have a lot of things to say to Pat Robertson so, once so he, uh, I, I, Yeah, what? I want I, I want Pat Robertson right where he is because that way we can keep an eye on him. Mm. You do realize he's been embalmed. <laughs> that was, that is not a live person sitting well, there. No, I'm with Joe. I think that he's animatronic. He's, he's gone. And I saw that in a Star voice. Trek. They drugged he's, the guy and they propped yeah. him up and made him talk. But He's a puppet. He's, he's a, a puppet. puppet. Puppet, you're the puppet. He's the puppet. No puppet. No puppet. No puppet. No puppet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. We 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 got to go to the break uh, because uh, (laughs) it's time, everybody. We 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 have a mega round coming up right now. So you you guys figure out you know talk in the Skype chat how you want to do teams tonight because uh, you know Cat and Bobber need to know whose teams they're going to be on and what options they have. So you you four discuss uh, in the chat on the break. In the Skype chat? Uh, No, no, no. I'm saying you, Joe, Miles, and Michelle discuss how you want to do the do do it in the Skype chat. Um, You know, do what the hell is that sound? How you want to break up the teams? I thought Battle of the Sexes could be fun, but if you want to do it differently, go for it. Um, but uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break, uh, and we'll be right back with What the Hell is That Sound on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide. Okay. Light out. Everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. What the hell? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, welcome back to the program Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Oh, hello, hello. I'm I'm 
watching this chat going on about who's going to be on whose team. I'm so yeah. excited. I know. It's, it's a, you know, I, I don't know uh, how this is going to go down, but we're going to add our contestants right now. And in the interim, uh, we'll get Michelle Lagan. Uh, what, what's your input on this? Who who should be the teams tonight? What do you think? I have I have full confidence in Rain, so I would have no problem with Battle of Sexes. Again, it's totally totally uh, up to chance. Really, the way I write the questions for this yes, thing. Yes, it is because they're not, pretty fucking. <laughs> it's not really fair. And yeah, Rain, Michelle, what's what Michelle, say you? You make bad choices. I don't. I just look. I look to having fun. I really don't care if we win or lose. All right, Miles. What do you think in this in the grand I, scheme of things? I, I'm okay with uh, you know if I'm if I'm on, but you know you know uh, Michelle's right. The, the real point is to have fun, and I'm okay with however it turns out. That's exactly. As long as Joe remains undefeated. <laughs> oh, see? All right. You all right. See? What? See, oh. Did I say that out loud? Oh, see now. That. Come on, Miles. Uh, <laughs> All right, Miles is kicked <laughs> off the show. I'm firing him right now. So uh, no, I kid, I kid. I'll, I'll just, I'll just give him a, 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 a cursory a buzzer, uh, as it were. Uh, and and of course, uh, Bobber in DC, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog. Uh, this is your first time doing. What the hell is that sound? I am looking forward to this. Yeah, and what what's your vote? Do you want to do Battle of the Sexes? Do you want to do Power Couples and have people sign up for that? What, what what's your what do you think? I don't care either way. I'll play with anybody. All right, I'll play with anything. And last but most certainly not least, my sister from another mister, from the heart of it all, right here in uh, Ohio, from Columbus, our great capital. Uh, what do you think, Kat? Uh, how do you think this shit should go down? I say let's do Battle of the Sexes. Well... All right, you know what, ladies? I apologize in advance. I don't. It's the fetus attitude. Just, <laughs> it's all about having fun. Come yes. on. It is. Blast. It really is. I'm just telling you, I, I have a feeling I'm going to let down my sisters. Nah, never. Mm, so, well, we, we should. You hear I don't, Kenny? You hear I, Kenny I, right I, now? I, no, mm. no. I think I, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm making that noise because I think you need to have greater confidence in yourself. This is the ol- only the third time we've done this. And by the way, I already have two great ideas on how to expand. What the hell is that sound? Because eventually <laughs> we're going to have celebrity. What the hell is that sound? Uh-oh. And we're also going to have the Kenny Pick edition of what the hell is that sound? Where I go back through old shows and I find me freaking out and you get to guess what I'm freaking out about. <laughs> you know that'll be fun all right I pro- I so, probably yeah so i'll do an added adam hebert so edition too you just you need to turn your headphones down when that happens so <laughs> all right so here we go and i tease adam and i'm looking forward to the show tomorrow the uh jody hamilton uh, twin peaks uh special we did is going to be great so all right here we go battle of the sexes team rain team joe this is it Get ready to play What the Hell Is That Sound on Turn Off the Night with Kenny Pig. Ah! 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 
What the hell? And now it's time to play What the Hell Is That Sound? What the hell is that shit? All right, teams, you know how this goes. I'm going to play a series of five different sounds. Each sound will be followed by four multiple choice answers. And we need to do the coin toss to see who gets to deliberate what they think that sound is first. Joe, heads or tails? Tails. I dropped it on the floor. It's heads. Team Rain, it is your go. This is the first sound. Is that A, an armadillo begging for a banana? B, a hedgehog with a bad attitude? C, a pet skunk trying to get its owner's attention? Or D, Mike Pence uh, displaying his subservience to mother? (laughs) Team Rain, it is your time to deliberate. Ladies? Um... Would you like to hear the sound one more time? I'm going to go with one or A or B. And I would like to hear them again. I I was leaning towards the hedgehog. All right. So have you heard a hedgehog? I've heard other similar animals. So I, I can't say for sure that that's what a hedgehog is sounds like, but people I know who have owned hedgehogs say they sound similar to that. Mm. Uh, Michelle, what do you say? I'm saying it's crappy audio because of the background noise, but <laughs> it is a little crappy. It is a little crappy, but you know, the, the, I, I can attest that the actual uh, crux of the audio is there. Okay. So. I will tell you this: it was it was uh, videotaped indoors. I will tell you that. So oh, that, so okay. So, so what was A and B? Uh, armadillo, an armadillo begging a for a banana, a hedgehog oh. with a bad attitude, or a pet okay. skunk it's, trying to get his owner's attention, or right. Mike it, Pence displaying no Mike Pence. The, the, I'm sorry, Mike Pence displaying his subservience to mother. It was filmed indoors, cat. What do you think? Hedgehog. I'm actually going for C, but uh, skunks are like pets. I said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I know that skunks are pets, but um, I know that with uh, hedgehogs and other small um, mammals like that, like guinea pigs and chinchillas, they they make a a, a, a grunting, squeaking sound like that when they're in distress. So, yeah. All right, I'm All gonna right. need. I'm gonna need I'm gonna an answer. With, I'm going with the hedgehog. Okay. And it's, it's rain, 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 uh, rain chooses. Yep. All right. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, don't put so. that on me. God, no, God. it's okay. You are the winning vote. It's, it's, it's democracy. All right, Team Joe. Here's the here's the sound. One, here's the sound. One I more. To, I have to say something real quick. We do okay. not have an electoral college. This is a true democracy. This is a true democracy, right here. Yes. All right. So uh, here we go, Team questions. Team Joe. Here's the sound. One more time. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha! 
Okay, so is that A, an armadillo begging for a banana, B, a hedgehog with a bad attitude, C, a pet skunk trying to get its owner's attention, or D, Mike Pence displaying his subservience to mother? Boy, I sure want to choose D. Um, Everybody always yeah. does. <laughs> yep, well, you know what? That's the same as C, skunk. That's true. So let's go with that. <laughs> I, yeah, that would, that would have been my second choice, would be C. Um, I was act- I was actually thinking B, um, mostly because it, it was a small rapid fire, and I'm thinking a creature with small lungs. Hmm. As opposed to, I would have thought it would have been higher pitched than that, but well, <clears throat> all right. Yeah, so I, I'm, it's up to Joe to decide. Yeah, Joe, that's fine. I, that's my that's fine. Uh, I th- I'm gonna go with C. C skunk. All right, there we go. Skunk. All right, so Team Joe, here is the second sound. <laughs> is wow. that is that A, a bullfrog feeling threatened, B, a gecko's mating call, C, a baby ostrich begging for food, or D, Bill O'Reilly's ego deflating? <laughs> <clears throat> that's an amphibian that's my vote the frog hmm. I've, I've heard of I've heard a frog being eaten by a cat it was a tree frog what do you what do you think I have a funny story based on that we heard a screaming we, sound right and my, uh, my brother-in-law right, at the time was asking what is that and I said oh that's just a tree frog being eaten by a cat he's like get out of here and he went backyard, and there it was. <laughs> a cat eating a frog. <laughs> what do you What do you think, Bobber? Uh, I, um, do you want to hear the, the choices one more time? Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Uh, a bullfrog feeling threatened, a gecko's mating call, a baby ostrich begging for food, or Bill O'Reilly's ego deflating. Hmm. Well, um, I would say either A or C. That um, so I'll wait to hear what uh, Joe has to say. Joe, what do you say? Uh, it looks like your teammates are well, you know, uh, leaning towards A, bullfrog, or C, a baby ostrich. What do you think? I like Miles' story about the cat eating the frog. All right, so I'm going with frog. All right, so you're going with the bullfrog. All right, there we go. So here we go. This is for Team Rain. The sound one more time. <laughs> Is that A, a bullfrog feeling threatened, uh, B, a gecko's mating call, C, a baby ostrich begging for food, or D, Bill O'Reilly's ego deflating? I'm saying I'm saying frog because the way it sounds like it's exhaling, and bullfrogs usually take that deep breath and then exhale, so if he needs to make a really, really nasty sound. And I've heard frogs screaming here in Florida. Yeah? So I- I'm going with frog. What do you say, Cat? Well, I was leaning towards the gecko's mating call, but between Miles and Michelle and their experience with uh, frogs, the only reason that I was skeptical of the bullfrog is bullfrogs are generally really freaking big. (laughs) This is true. Um, Uh, All right, so it comes down. uh, Oh, yes. Rain, you have a question. Go ahead. Was it a bullfrog or a baby frog? 
Um, it was uh, wait, it was a it was a bullfrog is what I'm, what is what I wrote for this. Do bullfrogs have lungs that big? Oh yeah. But, but guys, usually I'm usually telling you, deeper. man. Usually they're just, deeper when they're mating. But mm. I've heard some screams from frogs when they've mm. been. Let's put it this way: in stressful situations. So right. uh, I'm. I, I kind of feel like it's a. It I, I guess, feel like it's I've a baby bird, a but it could be a yes. It, it's your. I mean, it's I'm your call. It's your call, yeah. Rain. You are team yeah, leader. Always my call, and I lose. So <laughs> you, <okay>. you, go- <laughs> you, you. Do so you want to just go against your best be- interest and go with A? You guys think it's the frog? I think it's A. Cat was. I never heard of gecko, so I can't say on a gecko. All I can say is what I think it is on what I've heard. So, because we have geckos out here, but I've never heard them scream. I'm, I'm gonna need an answer. Can I hear the sound one more time? You sure can. Again, the answer, the the options are a bullfrog feeling threatened, a bullfrog feeling threatened, a gecko's mating call, a baby ostrich begging for food, or Bill O'Reilly's ego deflating. Hmm. I am really not happy to be in charge of these things. Um... (laughs) We have no problem if you want to go with bird. It's, right. it's up. It's up. Cat, to talk to me. I like I said. I thought it was a gecko, but then Michelle and Miles kind of got me doubting it. So I have no idea. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with the bullfrog. My All right, bullfrog. It is. is okay. Bird, so, but. all right, Team Rain. Here is the next sound. <laughs> Is that A, an Amazonian catfish in the arms of a fisherman, or B, an orangutan belching after eating a grapefruit, C, a surly warthog with a warning, or D, Steve Bannon's new podcast? (laughs) (laughs) The sound one more time. There you go. Oh, Sisters? I'm gonna go with the catfish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm, can I overrule? I'm going with the orangutan. Go ahead. Yes. That sounds good. Actually, orangutan could be because they have those fleshy pouches on the side of their face. If they're like the big ones, and they can shake them, that that'd be cool. Yeah, I'll go with orangutan with you. Orangutans burp like nobody's <laughs> business. So, uh, final answer is you, cat? B. Uh, cat, is that okay with you? Fine. Uh, okay, cat, that's fine. Cat, do you want to make your, do you want to make an argument for uh, your answer? The only reason yeah. that I thought it sounded more like it might be the catfish is because at the beginning of the sound, it sounds a lot more like um, something that was fresh out of the water. <laughs> yeah, it had want- kind of that liquidy sound to it. Yeah, but that's where I. You know, got convinced it might be the slapping. But, but on the other hand, on the other hand, fish don't have lungs, do they? No, they do not. They have gills. But they do make grunting noises, and they, they can be do. pretty loud. Yeah. So, uh, w- would you like to hear the sound one more time before your final answer? Sure. 
It sounds like a burp with the anger orangutan. Yeah, I'm going with a burp. That 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 sounds good. Okay. I believe oh. in your rain. Orangutan <laughs> burp it is. Final answer recorded. Team Joe, <laughs> once again the sound. Is that an Amazonian catfish in the arms of a fisherman, an orangutan belching after eating a grapefruit, a surly warthog with a warning, or Steve Bannon's new podcast? Um, I'll just say that didn't sound like an animal really being aggressive or warning, so I'm, I'm going to rule out the, I'd rule out the warthog. So uh, catfish or, or uh, orangutan is my thought. Uh, what do you say, um, uh, Bobber? So I was thinking it, it was the warthog, just from the the, the low tonality of it. Yeah. I initially thought that as well, except for the part where Kenny has a really good way of putting in answers that make it sound like what it is. But <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, don't I? So yes, he does. <laughs> um, Joe, so where does that leave you, brother? Fish. <laughs> oh, you're going with the fish? You want A? Fish. Are we going to have to rock, paper, scissors this? Interesting. Okay. Okay. Do you want to hear scissors. it one more time scissors. or final answer? Yeah, Your let te- that fish uh, sing again. All right, here you go. I'm sorry, but Billy Bass right. never right. sounded like that. Thank no, you. Cat, catfish, Thank you, cat. uh, Amazon catfish can be really big. So it could. I, uh, did you hear I, the I, fluttering I, I in the background? I did hear it. I, all right. I, I won't disagree. Sound like a tail fin to me. I, I, I was definitely not going to go ho- warthog, but I, I'll, I won't argue against uh, A. I won't argue all right. So, so, Joe, your team captain, I need to find all answer. Is it, is it, gonna, is it A? Fish. All right. All right, there we go. Uh, so uh, here, this is the next sound. Uh, this, uh, uh, of course, we start with Team Joe. All right, is that A, a kid ruining a box fan by putting a ruler in the blades? B, a hummingbird in flight pitched down 200%. Uh, C, a Hercules beetle flapping its wings. D, Devin Nunes cutting the White House lawn trying to get back in Trump's good favor. Oh, good lord. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm going to rule out the ruler and the fan because if that was the case, the fan would be slowing down. I would have thought it sounded more like a clacking. That hand had a definite... Yeah, I agree. Not the fan. Um, but so we're either doing hummingbird or a rhino, a what? A uh, uh, Hercules beetle flapping its wings, or a hummingbird in flight pitched down two hundred percent, or Devin Nunes cutting the White House line trying to get back in Trump's mm. good fit graces. I think it's, oh. I think it's Nunes cutting a fart that does <laughs> into a box fan. So, but anyway, <laughs> yes. but but in all seriousness, um, so uh, so both of you on Team Joe have ruled out the box fan, and you're it's either the hummingbird pitched down two hundred percent or a Hercules beetle flapping its wings. I would I would go with the the hummingbird. That's just- I'm leaning towards hummingbird. A, a Hercules beetle. Good <clears throat> lord! I mean, I, I what, there was a really like a titan moth or something like that, and that thing flutters. But I don't know what a Hercules beetle is, but. It, Okay, uh, I, I I concur. Be, uh, hummingbird, sure. 
Uh, Joe, what do you think that sounded like? I'll go with the bird. All right. There it is. Uh, final answer, the hummingbird? Yep. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> once again, the audio for Team Rain. And the answers are, uh, A, a kid ruining a box fan by putting a ruler in the blades. B, a hummingbird in flight pitched down 200%. C, a Hercules beetle flapping its wings. D, Devin Nunez cutting the White House lawn trying to get back in Trump's good graces. Pitched down 200%. Yeah, the hummingbird was my, my guess. Actually, I know how big Hercules beetles are, and they do fly. Mm-hmm. That that might actually be the sound of a Hercules beetle flying. Um, I would think even a hummingbird pitched down that much would still sound pretty fast, considering yeah. how fast their wings go. Yeah. So. So, so Rain, what, what what do you where are you uh, leaning in in this argument here? Well, I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning towards the beetle because I, I just how fast is humming how, how fast is a hummingbird's wings flap per second? Fast. I know. Yes. <laughs> and you know that that sounded like a lawnmower. It kind of did. Yeah. I don't know about that yeah. Hercules beetle, but I'm sort of leaning towards the beetle. So, all I right. Mean, they're, they're, I know yeah, they're a good size. They're about the size of somebody's hand or a little bit, you know. So they're they're pretty big beetles. Are they that big? They're yeah. not as big as a Goliath. Goliath is even bigger. So I'm going to fly. I'm I'm going to no. need a final answer for the uh, do. for this one. So I hate, I hate being in charge of this stuff. I'm gonna go with the beetle. I'm All sorry, right, cat. All right, it is recorded. It's okay. I love you. All right, love last you. one. Okay. Here's the last cat sound. Here's the. Yeah, here's cat the... will be vindicated. My uh, Kenny keeps track of everybody's vote. Yes, I I, I have it. I have it uh, tracked here. Don't worry. Well, not everybody's vote. I I just kind of remember. Yeah. I just keep yeah. track of correct votes. Uh, well, just actual. I'm sorry, vote votes. Uh, so anyway, here we go. Uh, this is the last bit of audio. Rain, team rain. You get to deliberate. Okay, is that a? Oh God! That was the sound. That was the yeah, sound. yeah, yeah. I'll play. That was I'll, the sound of, of Trump getting a, uh, a, a, a indictment. Uh, yeah, probably so. Nervous charts. Uh, but okay, I'll play it one more time. Team Rain. Is that a farting wombat? A puffer fish deflating after being caught? A gooey duck clam retreating into wet sand, or Mike Huckabee after his third popcorn popper squirrel. Oh, <laughs> guys, I'm I'm gonna just go right ahead of you and say it's C. The gooey duck. I was yep. thinking that too. <laughs> go for it. I'm yeah. So, Team Rain, you, you you're saying it's. Are we a, okay with that one? I'm good with uh, that. Yeah. I'm fine <laughs> with that. I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm All right, so Team Rain goes with Gooey Duck. All right, last final round. This goes to Team Joe. The final sound of the night. You just heard it, but I'll play it again. 
Is it A, a farting <laughs> a, a farting wombat, B, a puffer fish deflating after being cut, C, a gooey duck clam retreating into wet sand, or D, Mike Huckabee after his third popcorn popper squirrel? The, I, I, I've seen enough of the um, a- Andrew Zimmern Strange Eats or whatever the show is called, and I've seen yeah. the, the, G- the Geoduck episode, uh, uh, clam episode. Those things are big. So I can see it being that. I, I concur. I think. What do you that. think, Bobber? Well, the obvious choice is a farting wombat, but that seems like a little <laughs> too obvious. <laughs> it's my baby. He's my a baby. Too obvious. I, the, the, the deflating puffer fish, that just doesn't seem realistic to me. Um, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I, I'm just. I think it's too obvious, and, and that's why it, it might be the correct answer. I, I think the farting wombat. Oh, the far, So, uh, Joe, you're the tiebreaker on this, brother. Is it the gooey duck or the farting oh. wombat, or do you think it's the puffer fish or Mike Huckabee after his third popcorn popper squirrel? <laughs> I know a shark when I hear one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sort of tails off. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> when you run out of gas. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So, your answer? Fart. Farting wombat? Mm-hmm. All right. There it is, everybody. All right. Are you are, are you all ready for the uh for the answers tonight on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Is, is, it, is, it, is it better than the first time? The first time we were horrible. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it, it's it's uh, it's pretty fun. But uh, did you, did you? Uh, well, I have to ask first of all, Cat. Did you enjoy being part of uh, what the hell is that sound? I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I love you, Cat. <laughs> Bobber, what do you say? I'm always up for trying to figure out the source of a rude sound. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Michelle, how confident are you feeling tonight uh, about your team's uh, success? Oh, I am. I am all in it for Rain. So I am. R- Rain is, you know, really. Michelle. I have all my confidence in her. Yeah. Okay. Really, Michelle. I love you, Rain. <laughs> I love you too. But seriously. We've got to stick together. That is true. That is true. So, uh, Miles... I apologize ha- in advance. That, that, that's okay. Miles, how are you feeling about all this uh, right now? Uh, I think I would like to congratulate Joe on his third win. <laughs> oh, I tease. I tease. I may have just jinxed you. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> button pusher. Button pusher. I am a button pusher. Thank you, Cat. That's right. You're sleeping on the couch tonight. Oh. <laughs> 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 she knows I just... Oh. I I just want to announce to everybody tonight, right now, um, we have uh, we have a decision in tonight's game, and we have a decisive we have a decisive winner in what the hell is that sound? And I'll fir- I'll first start by revealing the the sounds that we played tonight. All right, uh, the first sound was the first sound was this. 
That was uh, C, a pet skunk trying to get its owner's attention. Point to Team God Joe. Damn it. Okay. Yep, I thought I so. know my skunks. <laughs> Peppy Le Pew. All right. Uh, the second sound tonight was. Point to both teams. That was a bullfrog feeling threatened. We got it right. You did. Yep. You did. So there's two points for Team Joe, one point Team Rain. Uh, the third sound was... That was an Amazonian catfish in the arms of a fisherman. Point Team yeah. Joe. Uh, I hate my life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cat Michelle. No, it's not your fault, Rain. I would not hold a catfish, period. Especially not a big one. Not like a this. giant one. Jesus not, Christ. Not my arms. Those Seriously. Are, those are nasty. I, I wasn't Jess, and I can tell I am going to sleep no. on the couch tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the fourth sound was... That was actually Devin Nunez cutting the White House lawn. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the Hercules Beetle and Team Rain yes. got that one correct. Wow. Woot! So Woot. yes, you did. Hey. But that was the Yay. that was only that was only your second point, and unfortunately, um, Team Joe got the last one correct. Oh well. That that's a farting wombat, everybody. So, yeah. So, uh, here we go. Congratulations to uh, undefeated champion Joe Santorza, Team Joe. Congratulations to our winning team of Soundhounds. Take it away, boys. Good job. So, um, we won by the biggest margin. The biggest. Fifty percent. You you got fifty percent more right. So team rain. Yeah, this, team this team rain. You, you won by one point. No, they won by yeah. two. They won by two. God damn it! All right, uh, nobody you, ever you got the you got the bullfrog. Again. You got ever. the bullfrog right, and you got the Hercules beetle right. Those are the two you got right. They got the pet skunk. They got the bullfrog, they got the catfish, they got the uh, farting wombat. The only one they got wrong is they thought it was a pitch down hummingbird. Which, by the way, I will. I'll tell you what. Going forward, it, I'm probably ruining things for myself right now and making it harder. Is I'll never pitch down audio. I'll only play the raw audio. So. Well, I, um, I, I figured that was just a pitch-down audio that you found. So. See, there. thank you for giving me that much uh, credit, Bobber. It's very nice. I just knew. I just know how big the, the Hercules beetle is, and I figured that was no. the deep thrumming sound that oh, something it like that was would make that plot. It scared the piss yep. out of me when I was watching that video. Let me just... Yeah, it, they're pretty cool. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, uh, Rain, you are going to come back. You are gonna you're gonna kick no. Joe's ass. And the only 
The only reason why I had thought it was the skunk originally, and and when we first were just were deciding that, is because I've had ferrets, and skunks and ferrets are very fairly close on the evolutionary but, ladder, and I've heard a ferret make some really crazy ass noises. Yeah, they so. they do like a lot yeah. of grunting, but they bad. don't do the I feel trills. Really bad. Oh, they do if they're in pain. Rain, do not <laughs> rain, do not feel bad. No, it's okay, I'm, because I'm letting my teams down. No, you're no. not. This is this is uh, comedy. Obviously, I this am letting my teams down. Straight up down. comedy. Sports ball. This is straight up comedy. I'll tell you what. Well, yes. you know what? We'll we'll get sports uh, sounds at some point, and uh, I'll ask you. I don't know if that if I can do that. I'm not smart enough for that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, Kat and Bobber, do you want to stay on for Mad Libs uh, for the next segment? Sure, why not? Sure. All right. We got to go I'm to sorry, break. Kat. But <laughs> just stop oh, apologizing. Right. It's, just stop apologizing. <laughs> it's just fun. It's right. just fun. It's ridiculous. I feel so bad. So, no, it's, uh, a <laughs> it's a game. It's a game. All right. Now you know uh, how I feel watching stop. the Falcons. Sorry. <laughs> you die on TV songs. <laughs> Did you All right. Hear how Bob said, "Now you know I feel watching the Falcons." See? Oh, see? Oh, I understand that. I understand that. All right, let's go ahead and go to the break. Much better for you this year. We're going to go to the break right now and listen to Hello Baloo. And when we come back, we're going to do the Mad Lib. So please stop talking. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Thank you very much for coming to Alabaloo, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Alabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bats in it's your head. It's a hell of in a ghostly It's a hell of a You're gonna be there too. Godzilla was going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He goes wrapped up in his tomb. And the ghostly boom. I love you though. I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on any body. <laughs> it's a real nice trip. And the mummy got ripped. It's a hallelujah. It's a cannibal stew. We have dancing ghouls and singing ghosts. Now raise your cup, propose a toast, the blood! <laughs> Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes, I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. 
we hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say it's a halibut <laughs> and a ghostly blue. It's a halibut. You're gonna be there too. It's boogieing as you move into the nuts in my hand. Wolfman! Get down from my couch, you bad boy! You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight! Sunday, Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Never take candy from strangers. IndieMediaWeekly.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Columbus. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. Thank you, Washington, D.C. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We got a full house here tonight. <laughs> I kept that straight, didn't I? So yes. that's good. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, we got a full house here. We're getting ready to wrap things up. Uh, I want to remind everybody, please check out Mike Check Radio tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. But uh, we, uh, uh, Adam will be running our Twin Peaks special we did with me, Michelle, the Sues, uh, Adam himself, and, of course, our very special celebrity guest, Jody Hamilton from From the Bunker in the Stephanie Miller Show. And I'll tell you what, she's going to be my first victim for celebrity. What the hell is that sound? <laughs> uh, she's just so fun. nice and so sweet. She really is. I was, she really She is. made me feel real comfortable. 
We have outtakes too of us nerding yeah, out to, about uh, rock and roll too, which was really fun. So and um, uh, but yeah, she was very she was very gracious and very kind to us after we recorded it, and it, we sent messages back and forth to Michelle, and she was like, "Oh my god, I forgot to mention this, and I forgot to mention this," and I was like, "Oh my god, and I forgot to mention this." I didn't even get to mention Doctor Jacoby's new persona as Doctor Amp. The crazy Alex Jones radio show host, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's so much stuff we we forgot to mention, but it was still fun. Um, you know, we we talked about our favorite, you know, characters, uh, new and old, and of course, uh, I belched belched out my theories of what the series meant and everything. So again, it's full of spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, uh, you know, don't listen. Even if you don't like Twin Peaks or don't have any inclination to watch it, you should still listen because it was such a fun interaction. And Jody was very sweary. It was very nice. Yes. So <laughs> she was so happy when she found out she could swear. <laughs> yeah. And at one point she was like, "I don't care. I'm drunk." And I was like, "Oh, yes. that's, I, I, I wish I was still drunk." Yeah, yeah, Pinot Grigio. So, yes, Pinot oh Grigio. Little Pinot Grigio. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. okay. it is... Uh, Isn't this the second time you've had her on a show and gotten her drunk? <laughs> uh, yes. I, I, I poured yeah, the... That's I what poured I the Because when uh, she was on with us a couple of I months I poured ago. the Pinot Grigio straight through the Skype, and uh, I shared. I shared. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, it, at any rate, we, we, uh, we are uh, under time constraints right now, and we have two mad libs we need to finish right now so let's go ahead and get to that i'm as mad as hell and i'm not gonna take this anymore this is madness don't get mad get mad libs. <laughs> oh god bless matt libs all right here we go we're gonna go alphabetical for how we fill these things out and if i know my alphabet correctly i think bobber is first uh -oh. so bobber i need a number my friend 69. 69. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe Santorsa. Joe Santorsa, you are next up, my friend, with an adverb. Swimmingly. Swimmingly it is. And uh, all right, next on the agenda, cat. I need a verb. Past tense, please. Scored. Scored. Oh, see, I like that. That's good. So, uh, my immediate go-to would be fucked. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michelle, a part of the body. Penis. Pe uh, what? See, why did you have to do that? <laughs> you? Why did you have to? Nobody you know, else there's... would. Don't say penis in this house. All right. Miles, I need the name of a conservative. Huckabee. Uh, which one? <laughs> Does it have to be specific or can it be all inclusive? Um, I I I would go specific. Oh, uh, let's go with the, the the fat pudgy one. Mike. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Again, which wow. one? Okay, How, uh, oh, uh, would one. you like dog the hanger Huckabee? The male one or the, the female one? The female one? Yeah, the one with the penis, male. Yeah. Okay. See, see, stop. Really? Why do you have to keep doing that? Don't say penis in this house. All right. So I was gonna say either. Uh, so if they had one of those, um, it would be either Mike or Dog Hanger. 
<laughs> Mike Huckabee. I think that's a uh, dog hanger. Uh, it, although I think that's his son's Native American name, dog hanger. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, no, anyway. his son killed a dog. Yeah. 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 yeah he hung a dog. He hung a dog. He killed it. Yes. Wow. So, uh, all right. So let's go ahead and uh, get to uh, Rain. I need another number. Your hubby already picked sixty-nine. So. Forty-two. Forty-two. Okay. Adam uh, will be proud. He <laughs> will be. He will be. So, uh, Bobber, <laughs> part of the body. The Schwinkta. The Schwink. <laughs> Mystery the of the Riddle of the Schwinkter. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Schwinkta. Uh, yeah. At one point, we're tossing around band names, and you know, you know how it is. You come up with all these oh, great yeah. names if you're like hardcore punk or, or metal or something. Yeah. And yeah. someone, somebody just blurted out, "Sphincter Rouge." <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, no, we, we 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 almost went with that, but we decided no, that's that's not really our style. <laughs> Understood. Oh, that's nice to know that Sphincter Rouge. <laughs> What was the what, plus? It's hard to say. Come on. What was the what was the band name? Joe. What was the band name we came up with earlier in the show? Um, oh man. Well, well oh, Canadian 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 uranium. Canadian uranium. That's yeah, right. yeah. Or or uh, uh, weapons grade weapons grade balonium. So. <laughs> Uh, but Joe, you are next in line, and you get another adverb, my friend. Or no, loving, this is your first lovingly. adverb. Lovingly. Lovingly. All right. Uh, and Michelle, an adverb for you as well. I am sorry about the cat fight that just happened. <laughs> Wait, oh. Um, you, you and who else? Adverb. You and who else? What? You said, oh, I'm no, sorry about the, the cat fight that the, just yeah. happened. I said, you and who else? Well, it was Ilma Tur and Lyra. They I'm were just, going I'm, at it. I'm so just I kidding. I don't know if it broadcasted or not. No, it did not. It did not. Uh-oh. So oh, you okay, get an good. adverb. Um, you get an adverb. How about shittily? Oh. Shittily. <laughs> oh. Shittily. I, I've that uh, happens that, in Italy. I like it. Shittily, Italy. Shittily in Italy. I'm have to put that one in my vocabulary. <laughs> Wait, did I, did I get skipped? Oh yeah, you did. You get the next one. I'm sorry, cat. Go ahead. Um, uh, uh, I'm bad at the alphabet, cat. Just so you know. Um, part of the body, plural. Lucky I skipped you because look at what you got. Testicles. Testicles, <laughs> brother of Hercules. Testicles. <laughs> I'm, uh, no, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just uh, seriously dumb about the alphabet uh, this late at night. And this many beers in. Uh, Miles, you get a verb. Tongue. What? Tongued? Yeah. Tongue. Well, not or, or past tongue? Past, but, you know. Well, tongue. tongue. Yeah, okay. Just, yeah, yeah. Tongue, tongue is... is a, you're, you're right. Tongue is a verb. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my. When you do it right, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Rain. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm reserving comments. <laughs> Rain, oh, a part play, of play saxophone or trumpet. Oh, sure, yeah. You gotta wet that. You gotta wet. Sure, sure. You gotta. You gotta wet that reed. You gotta wet that reed. 
Uh, Rain. <laughs> oh. What? Oh. what? Pa- part of the body, Rain. Singular. Part of the body. Stomach. Stomach. All right, and uh, all right. So we're we're starting over from scratch here. And uh, bobber, a verb ending in ing. A verb ending in ing. Um, yes. Oh, well, let's just let's just go right down into the basement. Fucking. Fucking! Yay! Thank you. It's, it's a town in Germany. Sure. It is. is it? It is. Is it yep. really? Actually, it's in Austria, I think. Oh, okay, Austria. <laughs> I think it's called fuking. But well, and, and don't <laughs> oh forget my God, inter. You guys. Don't forget intercourse, Pennsylvania. Oh my God! That's right. Blue balls. Blue balls. Coming Georgia. <laughs> All right. So C U M M I N G. Yeah, Joe, go there. remember there's a there's a place in New York City in New York called Kutsaki. I want to go Kutsaki. to there. Kutsaki. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, I, I uh, think you don't. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to play anymore. Right? <laughs> I don't know. You sure? You sure? I want to go to there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I forgot I had that drop. I want to go to there. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Joe, a verb ending in ing. Uh, stinging. 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 Volvo. Oh, Volvo? beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I heard those are pretty reliable. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you guys. <laughs> All right, here we go. The first Mad Lib I'd tonight. Get the, I'd get the extended warranty if I were you. <laughs> sure. All right. Apparently, we're going to go over a little bit tonight, everybody. Uh, but the first Mad Lib tonight is called Let's Dance. And here we go. At my golden sleepover party, my best birthdays and I decided to have a dance-off. We made my 69-year-old little sister be the judge. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's your little sister. I'd hate to see a big sister. Um... We broke into two teams, the goblins and the pumpkin-shaped dancers. My team danced swimmingly, but the other other team's dapper moves were out of this jack-o'-lantern. All right. They totally outscored they totally outscored us. That's good. Uh, so when no one was looking, I grabbed my sister by the penis <laughs> and pulled her aside. That is a hell of a way to grab an individual. I got to tell you, if you, you know, grab them by the hand, the shoulder, whatever you want. Don't grab somebody by the penis. That's just rude. Yeah. Unless so. you're the president. Yeah. Well, right. there you go. Thank so, you. Um, so. I grabbed my sister by the penis and pulled her aside. Mike Huckabee, 
I whispered. Wait, wait. <laughs> I, Mike, Huck, Mike Huckabee, I whispered. I promised to do all of your distinct chores for 42 months if you say that my team won. My sister shook her sphincter. No way! Oh, my God. oh no. <laughs> no way, she said, loving. Years. That's what a talent, actually. Oh, my God. My sister shook her sphincter. No way, she said, lovingly. Your team dance worse than a bunch of erect squirrels. <laughs> no, wait. I've seen erect squirrels dance. They're pretty good. Some of you the finest to? dancers yes. I've seen. Yeah. Really? Really? Fine. You hear the sound? Yeah. No. No. Can you can play it Joe. for you? You won. Joe, you won. I don't want to hear about your erect squirrels sound. Fine. Fine. Fine, I said. That sounds like another good band name. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, fine, I said. <laughs> then I'll just have to tell all of my friends that you uh, that you were shittily afraid of bags of shit. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, that helped her. Ch uh, uh, that helped her to change her porcupine. We won that contest. Testicles down. <laughs> that wasn't so bad. We did a good job on that one, everybody. I'm proud of you. Balls down, right? Balls down. Testicles down. All right. This one is called... A, I saw that movie, by the way. Uh, testicles down? Uh, like Watership yeah. down? Yeah. White House down? Testicles yeah. down. Testicles! All right, here we go. This this uh, last Mad Lib is called Snore No More. <clears throat> Snoring is a loud and often perverted sound that can be compared to the sawing of a piece of golf clap. Or, <laughs> or to a freight armadillo roaring down the tracks. Fortunately, there are many skanky solutions to keep a snorer from skunking. <laughs> One Tongue on your stomach Instead of your back <laughs> Well Well <laughs> Oh god the next one I don't, that works. I don't know how I'm gonna get through the next one here Everybody no. Two Try fucking without a creepy pillow <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's good. <laughs> Sometimes when you're alone, that's all you have. Sure, okay. sure. Just okay. me. Oh dear. I hear just that. me I and the creepy pillow. <laughs> it's just me and the creepy pillow tonight. Uh, three. Learn to play the didgeridoo, a jaded Australian wind instrument. Studies have shown that this strengthens mealy airways and helps reduce stinging. The trouble with this cheesy solution is that most people can't stand the androgynous sound of the didgeridoo. Oh my god. <laughs> That's kind of really funny. It's a didgeridoo. <laughs> didgeridoo. Why not? <laughs> I think didgeridoo why not what might the be better. Didgeridoo better. sounds like cuz it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> that sounds like my pillow. That's a didgeridoo. Yeah. Oh, I'm like that. 
All right. So the, the last the the last line from this. If all else fails. All right. the The last line uh, from this Mad Lib is: If all else fails and the snoring continues, buy a pair of vulvas, vulva plugs, for anyone sleeping nearby. Vulva. Buy I got a vulva, vulva plug right here. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh my oh, goodness! Yes. So it's my husband, everybody. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad yeah. he said it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to queue up the trifecta of uh, oh my goodness clips here right now. I mean, seriously, we're gonna start with Mitt Romney. My goodness. Yeah, and then go. Oh my with goodness. Steve Ducey, and then Turtle Girl. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there you go. So you got your vulva plug all over my creepy pillow. <laughs> and you know what? Oh my God. And that's one to grow on. A couple to grow on. <laughs> 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 oh shit so uh this That's show will be shut down next tuesday so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right we, we gotta wrap things up right now so let's go with our let's go with our con uh our contestants tonight i mean bobber you gotta be feeling pretty good about yourself uh being on the winning team for what the hell is that sound I always feel good about myself. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> While um, you're feeling about other people? Yes. Yeah, uh, like I like to feel my creepy pillow. Sure. <laughs> you like to tongue your stomach as well? <laughs> <laughs> and play with my vulva plug. Yeah. <laughs> God. jeez. Oh, yeah. See. This you was a mistake. Why doing that, you know? This was a mistake. I uh, got this weird, <laughs> this weird hair growing on my palms, but you know, yeah. no. Um, <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah, I guess I'm supposed to do a uh, final word here. You are, you are, my friend. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have much to to throw out there. Um, I am working on some some new music, so I, I told you I'd do it, and since I told you I'd do it, I, I had to do it. So, God damn I'm it, you're gonna do it. But uh, but uh, most importantly, you had a good time tonight, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, the uh, you brought me on for the good stuff. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the, the, the the interactive stuff. And uh, there it is too, right there. The interactive. We're working on interactivity on the show. And Cat, as a longtime listener, uh, definitely not first time caller. Uh, what do you think about the 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 new interactivity of uh, what the hell is that sound and whatnot? It's fun, and it gets us off of some of the nastiness of our Ooh, yeah. continued winter of discontent. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I hear that. But uh, give your parting shot, though, uh, uh, outside of that. Well, I, I'm anxious to see who this indictment is going to turn out to be. I, I don't think it's going to be Ivanka yet, but I, I would not be surprised if it were, say, Flynn or Manafort or Creepy Carter Page. Yeah. But uh, interested to see who it is and how, how close it gets to doll hands. 
I'm telling you what, oh. my my it's not that my money is on uh, Don Jr., but God damn it, my heart and soul are on Don Jr. Oh. Please let him be the my, one. My my heart would burst with joy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, oh, all right, and, and uh, yeah, uh, my Columbus my Columbus Blue Jackets won tonight, so I'm happy. Oh, very good, very good, and thank you, Bobber and Cat, uh, for uh, joining us and sticking around for Mad Libs. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Michelle, what do you have on the way out of the program? Um, not very much. Uh, Going to be busy this weekend, finishing up the final uh, the, the final touches on my yard and house for Halloween. Oh, and uh, by the way, house- your Halloween decorations yeah. look phenomenal. I really haven't had time to respond uh, because you sent a video. Uh, you yeah. have like the 3D projection shit going on with your house, and it's amazing. Yes, Miles bought me a projector, and it's absolutely pretty spooky stuff. So oh, we're really going to set is. it up. Yeah, we're going to set it up outside of the window so we don't have the window bars uh, for mm. having a problem with it on Halloween night. But uh, right now, it, sh- it still looks pretty damn good. You know, we're projecting it from inside the house. So um, other Love than that, it. it's our 20th anniversary on Tuesday. But if you need us for the show, we are more than happy to be on the show. And but yeah. we will get trick or treaters. So, well, so I'll tell you what. Always- it's yeah. your anniversary, so if that's the way you want to spend your anniversary, coming on my show on Tuesday, then cool. that we'll is the that, that is what we'll do. If yeah, you're at home, just hand yeah. candy. It's what yeah, we do. so yeah, All so right. we'll be here. All right, I did. And um, yeah, listen to us on Mike Check Radio, uh, seven to ten p.m. on Saturdays this weekend. Great Twin Peaks stuff with Jody, Kenny, Suze, Adam, and I, and we had a blast oh it was so fun it was so fun and uh miles what do you got my friend uh let's see yeah mike check was hit on uh the indictment thing i'm loving i think it also will just be the small fish i don't think it'll get to the big fish yet uh so um other than that i i'd, I'd like to both thank and blame joe for me sleeping <laughs> on the couch tonight <laughs> ouch uh, but uh other than that uh yeah you know uh, check check us out tomorrow and uh, everybody be safe all right and happy Halloween too uh but yeah Joe Santorsa um congratulations on your undefeated um uh street status yes on uh on what the hell is that sound speaking of which yeah. I live about a mile down the road what from was that a- sound Joe a tri we have a tri-state attraction just about across the street from me it's called reaper's revenge oh oh yeah it what it is oh. i mean they come from all from connecticut all over haunted the place house. no it's an open field haunted house oh. they take you on a hayride through this yeah acres yeah. of scary stuff I'm actually right? watching one of those shows right now, muted on the TV, and that may nice. that may be showing up here. <laughs> yes, it's called Reaper's Revenge. But the thing about it is, you could hear the screaming of these attractions at my house in the backyard. It drives my oh, dogs cool. crazy. Oh, I but, bet. Oh yeah, but the worst is my my neighbor has fainting goats. Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh yeah, you but they're they adorable. Work. They're yeah, adorable. Those though. are the ghosts that do that big sound. Oh, yeah. legs, as soon as, the, as soon as their legs as get as all get stiff, excited, and they just tip over, up, and 
Tip, oh tip right over. Oh, <laughs> they're just laying out there back right now. <laughs> they can't move. No, they won't no. move until Wednesday. You should go it's put mint. Serious. You know Joey, what, Joe? Serious, aren't you? Good God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh yeah. You y'all have to come to Pennsylvania and see Reaper's Revenge. We'll you go know what you're gonna do? You know what? You guys, anybody, yeah. if you're a neighbor of somebody who has fainting goats. What you uh-huh. need to do is go on onto Amazon or eBay or whatever and buy a bunch of tiny shoes. And when they pass uh. out and turn on their back, <laughs> just put those tiny shoes on them. And then they get up and they're like, they're they're very much dapper when they when they wake up from that. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, the thing about it is, get them the a little penny adult, loafers. <laughs> the adult fainting goats don't fall over like the baby <laughs> fainting goats do. They sort of stiffen up and walk funny. Oh yeah, they kind of like rock back and forth. Yeah, they don't like they don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's a funny thing to watch. Well, that's it's, awesome. It is hilarious. It's that is hilarious. <laughs> All right, so uh, Pennsylvania's got a couple of the really nice haunted house attractions. They do. You know, just, they do. They, oh, do. Yeah. they have yeah. some really high powered ones. We we, we have some good ones here in Ohio too, by the way. But uh, but. Anyway, we 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 gotta wrap things up. Rain from for Freedom's blog, the Beltway Bureau. Nothing. Your parting shot. You don't have anything. Do you do you want to talk smack about how you're gonna whip Team Joe's ass next time around? No, because I am a woman of a certain. No. Come on, we can't get all WWE on this, and you can't be like, no. look, no. next time, motherfucker, I'm gonna take you down. Don't don't no. even think about winning next time. No, nope. <laughs> I am a woman. I'm a lady, and you all can do your whole masculine <laughs> extremism. Okay. No, I, I did not <laughs> quote. Just, no. He a little nope. bit. He did a little bit. Uh, well, I, nice try, Kenneth. Uh, he did. You're, you're a loser. Nice try. You're a loser. <laughs> You'll always be a loser. <laughs> Nope. Uh, I'm going to say this for I'm going to say this for Team Rain for Team Rain. I am not playing into your testosterone game. I get the biggest crowds. I get the best contestants. Here's the thing. Team Rain. Team Rain. Hashtag hashtag revenge. Hashtag revenge (laughs) from Team Rain. So not going to do it. (laughs) What I am going to do is I'm just going to say when you decide to join my team, just know. I'm a loser. Oh my no. God! <laughs> Stop it! I'm a loser. Stop it! How about, how about if I'm a loser, you and baby. I? I know no. words. I have the best the words. Next time, and we'll huh? take on the guests. What? We'll be on the same team. There you go. I don't All know right. if they want you. We'll be on the same team. And we'll oh, take the guests oh, on. I, I see, see, that's the kind of smack I'm talking about. I love that. <laughs> Do that. That's good. I don't know if I want you on my team. Oh yeah. See? Be a winner. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> damn it, Kenny. God damn it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yes, it is a it, it is a moment of God damnness. Yeah. So. Let's see what's happening. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, we got to wrap things up right now. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, there's no Can smack have talk. A good party tomorrow night. Oh, it's not tomorrow night. It's a week from now. That's how eager I am. I'm planning stuff. So. Oh. It's November fourth. Right. It's it's Thanksgiving. 
because it, it's a Halloween oh. party in November. Okay. So I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> it's very confusing I for me know too. This by now. No, it's all right. All right. Well, great show, everybody. We're gonna wrap things up. Um, Team Joe winners. <laughs> That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo!